lives there. Feel free. Well, yes. People what? generally are quite nice to you. If you get away from the main road, it's lovely and peaceful. Get away from the, the main road. tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks, BBC Three oh. Counties Radio. So I've brought records in. Oh, we've got you to do buy this. these as a job lot? Coming up on, uh, coming up on the show, Euro election special. Um, Anthony Newley. Yeah? Do you like that? He sounds, he sounds like David Bowie on it. Yeah. Sounds like David Bowie. I bought those as a job lot. Those are the good ones from the job lot. I was going to say, you didn't choose these, did you? I didn't choose those. Those are the good ones from the job lot. I was going, we'll play the record game later on. Do you know how to play the record game? Uh, what are you doing in here? Well, I mean, you didn't know what to press. The record game is... Morning, Alice is in there. Morning, Alice. Good morning. You need to speak this into the mic. One. No. That one. That, either of the green or... or oh. Good morning. It's going to be good, isn't it? Probably not. Uh, do you know how to play the record game? No. The record game is thus. You have 11 singles in front of you, and I number them 1 to 11. Someone phones up, picks a number, and we play it. You can't play this one. What one? Happy birthday, sweet 16. Ooh. And the other side is, don't leave me on. Oh, <laughs> you teenage temptress! I will play a record. This is a good record. I'm going to play a record now. Little girl dressed in blue, is that OK? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my diary you're reading. Now, right, here we go. Little here's, children. Here's what, a, what's the theme here? It, it's uh, topical records, all to do with the news. Guess who wrote? Guess who wrote this hit? Guess who wrote this hit? Guess who wrote this hit? Is it what goes on in that place in the dark? Well, I used to know a girl, I could have sworn that her name was Veronica. Well, she used to have a carefree mind of her own and a delicate look in her eyes. These days, I'm afraid she's not even sharp if her name is Veronica.
Um, well, don't pretend you don't know. I saw you looking at the record when I went out to... Paul McCartney. Rollock. Um, what's her name? Alice. Alice Glossop's here. Yeah. OK, do it again, but without the sarcasm. Yeah! That's better, you see? She's got it. Um... There we go. So, uh, the, 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 we'll, we'll give you... Welcome. Happy uh, Euro election results day, guys. Woo! We can talk about it now. Didn't the UKIPs do well? Didn't the Lib Dems do bad? Didn't the others do... Uh... That's it. We've covered it, haven't we? No, I think you've got to do a clip sequence. Oh, blimey, have I? The UK... You're, you're, are you staying in this studio for the whole time? Till I get bored, like. <laughs> See you then. The UK Independence Party is because you can't join into this bit, Alice. I said chip in any time. I'm doing a serious bit now, so oh, you can tell because he's doing the uh, serious face. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> the. <clears throat> Do you want to, or shall I just turn her mic off? Just yeah, just. Okay. And yours? Turn it, turn it down. There we go. The UK Independence Party has become the largest British party in the European Parliament. With only the election results in Scotland and Northern Ireland still to be declared, the Eurosceptic group has scored 23 Euro MPs. Labour are in second place, narrowly ahead of the Conservatives. Both have 18 seats. The Liberal Democrats, who suffered a near wipeout, hanging on to just one of their Euro MPs. The Greens, who've won three seats, have pushed Nick Clegg's party into fifth place. Well, UKIP's leader, Nigel Farage, says it's the most extraordinary result in British politics for a century. All I can say is we go on surprising people. I'm delighted uh, with the way this campaign has gone. I'm very pleased with the result. If you'd said to me two or three years ago uh, that this was achievable, um, I might have been a shade sceptical about it, although I've always tried for it, and I think anything's possible after tonight's result. Well, Labour have made seven games, but it's the first time in the UK that the main opposition party hasn't been the outright winner. Deputy Leader Harriet Harman says UKIP's success is partly a protest vote against the established parties. UKIP have been the symptom, if you like, of people's disaffection with politics and they're sort of using their vote in, in the European parliamentary elections to express their dissatisfaction with politics and we have to respond to that and listen to their concerns, especially making sure that they feel there's some sense of fairness for them against a background uh, of immigration. Well, for the Conservatives, the tiny Foreign Secretary William Hague believes UKIP won't be able to repeat their performance at next year's general election. Nick Clegg has done a fantastic job as leader and as deputy prime minister and he is by far our strongest asset he's the best communicator we have as a party he has led us through this period in in coalition government and i think the idea that that we should change that is completely wrong <laughs> that obviously wasn't tiny foreign secretary william hague that was uh, chief secretary uh, chief treasury secretary danny alexander talking about nick clegg this is william hague looking through a very what uh... it was that Sorry. Who put that in? Because you've completely... Me. That was leader... Uh, that was green leader Natalie Bennett. But let's be honest, who cares? Low turnout rate, because no-one really cares, do they? Do, when you're a European... This is a genuine question now. When you're an MEP... So what, what, can you, what can you do? What can you actually do? What can you do? I'm looking at you. I'm not an MEP. I don't know. But I know, but you're news. Not really anymore, am I? Well, no, you're... Um, but you're a lady... Uh, lady. really anymore, You I? don't get enough songs. Here's the thing. You don't get enough songs about ladies. I don't really feel like <laughs> I am a lady. Well, you, technically you're not. And <laughs> I, you've got to finish that treatment and then maybe one day you could be, although not legally in France. But you don't get enough songs where they talk about my lady. No, it's all baby this, baby ba that. <laughs> uh, my girl, my, I mean, other things. 
that you don't want to be called so necessarily. So which is the pile of records that you like? And These the two. Oh, for goodness sakes. That's not how it works. Look. Mine are both like um, quite urban. What have you got? One about a subway and one about a street. I'm going to shuffle these. Urban, Petula Clark and Andy Williams. If you want to play... By the way, it's a bank holiday show. It literally don't get no better than this. That's the content, guys. We did it in three minutes. 08459 455 555. I'm going to shuffle some records. Oh. Aren't you scratching them doing that? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what all the DJs do these days. Right. And we're going to play out, put out 11 records. One. Oh, no. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. 9, 10, and 11. So it's 1 to 11. You pick one, and then we play it. Simple as. 3. 1, 2, three. Oh, mate! Yes! You. This is a little bit scratched. This is a... Oh, this is beautiful. I bet it's not. No, this is. Glenn Campbell. You picked yes, Glenn Campbell. Yes, Do you know he was a beach boy for six months? Yes. There's a massive scratch on this, so good luck, guys. He was a beach boy for six months, yes. and then when he left the beach boys to become Glenn Campbell... Um, Brian Wilson gave him a song that was going to be on Pet Sounds and then it wasn't. And he She's said, going bald. It's not, you're obsessed with that song. It's only because you know you found out what it's about. Listen to... Listen to... This. Listen to this. Oh, beautiful. I'm dumb. It's nice. It's 
not, there is a, there is a slight... Give him that so he'd go away. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. There is a slight chance that's playing at the slightly wrong speed. Oh, really? So it feels a little sluggish to me. We'll play, we'll play a song where I'm confident of the tempo in a bit, and then we can judge, you know, whether people are going to have to adjust their hearing a little bit. Mm. Uh, this is uh, what's uh, being called the Ian and Calf Show. <laughs> Literally only by us. Yeah. Glossop's through there. Morning. Morning. Any, how many phone calls have we had so far? Oh, just so many. She's really busy. I'm really Don't busy. ask her any more questions. No, I'm going to ask I'm her under question. pressure. She, she doesn't know. I can see the number of phone calls that come <laughs> in on my screen. So she's told me a lie. Can she <clears> hear <throat> us now? Yeah. Oh, no, that's all good. A bit, I think. Or quieter. I can't... I, no, it's fine. The, so you've had lots of calls coming in, have you, Alice? Oh, yes. Oh, right. Well, I'd better let you get on and take them, oh, haven't I? Oh, yeah. There's probably one coming through now, is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Hello. Three counties. Yeah, that's... Let's see how she oh. takes a call, shall we? Oh, yeah. Oh, n- yeah. Oh, no, I think the records are just great. They like the scratchy noise the best. Is she talking to us or them? No, you. Oh, they've gone now. <laughs> you didn't say goodbye. <laughs> Well, they, they hung up on me. They just were really, you know... That's pr- usual. Good, bye. Probably another one coming through, is it? Oh, no. They hung up already. She is insane, isn't she? <laughs> I know there are no phones coming in. I can see on my screen. What was she doing? I, I admire um, her front... Ooh, so do I, but you're not allowed to admire girls' fronts these days. You get done. We've seen it all in the papers. You can't go there. Come on, you girls love it. What? Lady. <laughs> yeah, go on, what you got? Um, it, you know, we all think Prince George is really cute. No, we don't. He's just a rich baby. And really, we all want Why to... anyone like think a rich baby is cute? We, well, apparently we all want to own one. A rich baby? Own, own a rich baby. I'd love no. to own a rich baby. <laughs> Prince George. Baby. And now you can, but you have to be quite rich yourself. £1,650 for a Prince George look-alike doll. And it doesn't look like Prince George. It looks like a very angry uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> That's better. He does do quite a grumpy face, Prince George. Has anybody, Adorable and I say, this, I say this with, um, with love and respect, uh, dear listener, has anybody ever put, um, when their baby's asleep, um, dress them up in a suit and put a cigar in their mouth? Anyone? Guys? Guys? There actually is a cool Wait, go take it! It's someone who's done that. Uh, I uh, I um, was working with, I'm going to drop a name, Bob Mortimer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I like him. And he was, te- he was telling me how when his kids He's were little... He's talented, isn't he? Oh, for goodness sakes. When he was little, he's, he used He's to dress, still little. Um, when his kids were little. Yes. You're really flustering me this morning. When he was, his kids were little, yes. he would dress them up in suits. <laughs> so they'd be like, when, when they were babies, he'd, mm. he'd like put, their, put a suit around their body. So it was just a head sticking out of a suit. That's such a good idea. And I said that to my wife and she said, well, you're not going to do that to our boys. <clears throat> Which what? I think is disrespectful. Oh. But I'd like to put a, a cigar in their mouth and watch them smoke it. She said that, did she? No, I, I said oh. that. She doesn't like me doing anything uh, imaginative with the children. Which I think is... Uh, yeah, but your imagination... Is a dark place. It, it really is. It really isn't a very upsetting place. I do you remember there was which that... celebrity baby would you want to own? Mm, that's a, that's, an no, that's a phone in that will work, isn't it? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Gene which... Wilder. Oh, you you mean an actual celebrity as a baby? Yeah, but uh, you know, a replica wouldn't. Well, be you a don't real know child. if he's going to if Prince George is going to grow up to be a celebrity. He might be a hobo. <laughs> he... <laughs> when it all goes wrong, he might be a hobo. I when come so. come the revolution, brothers. What now? What's Alice doing? What are you doing, Alice? What 
doing? We're just putting different headphones on. We had a call. Well, where are they? They're on the thingy. I diverted them to the studio. Oh, do, do you want to tell her or shall I? Uh, oh, have I done it wrong? Which one? Which which line are they on? Hey. Oh no, what have I done? Let's have a look. Let's see if we can find them. Who, who's, who is there? Who is there? Who is there? Are you asking me? Or no, I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Alice, who is there? It's um, Steve the Milkman. Oh, Steve. Where? Where are you, Steve? Steve! Where have you. You've sent him off into the ether. Hang on, let me go and see him. Go and, go and see him. Let's <laughs> go and rollock her. Unbelievable. You can't hear me when I talk to Kath. Oh, no, no, I can't Excellent. hear a thing. Okay. What have I done? Where's your headphones? They're there, that's the phone one. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can hear someone cackling. Oh, that's me. Where are you? I'm in Charmbrook at the moment. Okay, no, but I mean, which fader are you oh, on? Oh, you're there. Yeah, you are. Okay. Where what? have you been? I, I, well, uh, I've been up to London to visit the Queen. And oh, said, well, yeah. why is there... Kath, while you're there, teach her how to type on the flipping screen so I know what's going on. I'm not a blooming psychic. I am a psychic, but I'm not allowed to legally say I'm a psychic. Uh, trades descriptions. What celebrity baby would you like to have, Steve? Uh, I don't know. I don't want any more babies. I don't I'd have a grand, a grand, a grandchild, and you can ah, okay. have for a little while and hand it back. Which celebrity grandchild would you like? Kath wants Gene Wilder. I'd have Stevie Wonder. Uh, I'm, uh, I don't really know. Well, I can't let this conversation continue until you give me an answer. Kath's gone for uh, Gene Wilder. I've gone for little baby Stevie Wonder. Who are you going to have? I'll have a Richard Branton, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Would you, well, would you stick a, knowing that it was Richard, it was going to grow up to be Richard Branson, would you stick a beard on it and put him in a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not you playing. You have to put little babies in balloons. Yeah, 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 you are. Oh, that's all right. Oh, no, yeah, there's an Indian cool. couple that got done over the weekend, didn't they, for um, putting their baby in a... wasn't a hang glider, it was one of those ones on a... <laughs> on a rope. Um, <laughs> what's it called? When they, they drag them off the back of a boat. Oh, oh, oh really? Right. A paraglider? Yes, a paraglider. Right. How, do you remember there was that... a, a couple... There's, I, I'm remembered of couples. We're going to celebrate the magic of stupid couples, right? <laughs> and we'll talk about buying children in a minute. But do you remember the couple in America that faked their son? It, I mean, tragically, <gasps> this does happen. But they faked their son going up in a hot air balloon and being blown off. Was it in a hot air balloon or was it in a bunch of yeah. balloons? Like in up? Oh, it was in a bunch of balloons. Yeah, and then they, chair. And, 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 but then they, they found him, but really he hadn't gone up in a bunch of balloons. How ma- Here's a question for all of you uh, scientists out there. Uh, how many balloons would it take to lift a baby? 08459 555555. Wouldn't be that many because babies don't weigh that much. I mean, like a newborn. Once they start, you know, three months in, they start really start weighing. I think it's a difficult experiment to conduct, unless you're going to use some sort of basket. They're, they're, um, you could have a basket. I mean, you I'm can't, thinking... You can't do that. No, no, sorry, not allowing that. Why? Because then you'll be wasting helium. He's got a good point. <laughs> Who knows? OK, need, here's, we... here's a question for you guys. And you should get this, Catherine, as I've mentioned this before. Who knows how they get helium? Guys, <laughs> Alice, um, Alice? Uh, it comes out of a I cylinder. Don't know. It comes out of a cylinder. Where, where do they get it before they put it into a cylinder? Uh, Alice do doesn't they? know. Catherine should know because I've done this several times. It's one of my boring party pieces. Do they milk Joe Pasquale? <laughs> <laughs> it does not come from Joe Pasquale's nipples. We can say that it's a bank holiday. The kids aren't listening. They're at school. They go to school really early on a bank holiday, don't they? I think that's what that means. Uh, they. Th- this is it. They mine it. What? There are there are helium mines. When they strike helium, what? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone we found it. We found it. <laughs> Hello. 
<laughs> yeah, and of course, the only thing that people say when they, they've taken helium is, Hello! Hello! <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, and also, when the helium wears off, yeah. you kind of find yourself faking it a bit, don't a bit, you? yes. They mine it. So they dig it. It's in, helium is in rock. It's a fascinating fact. Well, Guys, how that. do they take the helium out? None of your business! They squeeze it out. They, use, ah, they use a very yeah. complicated <laughs> extraction process. <laughs> so, so, Stephen, we've dis- we discovered you like Richard Branson as a grandchild. Yes. What, what would you like to say? I would like to... Can you just say a big thank you to all my lovely customers? Oh, flippin' as, um, the end of The end of... Uh, this is local month, radio. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing a three-peak challenge for MS. On the phone, he um, said that he criticised your scratching. He said, that's yeah. not what people mean when you <laughs> scratch records, Ian. Yeah, you're not, you're not really well, quite right. Well, in that case, I hope you, uh, in that case, if you're going to diss my scratching, I hope you, f- <laughs> I hope you fail your challenge. No. And I hope they never no. find a cure for MS. <laughs> what? That, that'll learn you. Did I, did no, I... You, see, I know you don't mean that. Yeah. Your, your mum is going to smack your bum when she sees you. Well, she, I, I, that's just why I'm particularly keen to keep her in a wheelchair, because I'm owed a whole <laughs> lifetime of wallops. She's not listening. She doesn't even know I do this. She thinks I work in a bank. OK, it's probably for the best. <laughs> Steve, yes, you, when you say all of your customers, you're not going to do it individually, are you? You just mean you've, you've done that now. That's, you're not going to do it individually. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't name them all anyway. Oh, that's a bit uh, rude. They, they, they've given you money towards a charity that's very dear to your heart. You don't know their names? I, I know their names. It's all on the um, sponsorship form. OK, yeah. that's, it's all, it's all next to big, big bucks. Well, Steve, listen, thank you for that. Best of luck. Uh, oh, Steve, do you want to play the record game? Yes, we'll do it. I'm going to put a new record in. So we've got 11 records. Right. Right. I will go for number seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Anthony ah, Newley? Yes. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's Anthony Newley. Listen to this. This is a great song. Listen to this. Uh, what, song, what song is it? Lonely Boy and Pretty Girl. Oh. Uh, so, what? Yeah, that, exactly. Anthony Newley was my mum and dad's song. Why, I think. Is yeah, we haven't got that, that mate. Whose song was okay. that? Oh, never yeah. mind. Listen to this. He sounds like David Bowie. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> There was a lonely boy, quiet and sad, though he loved a pretty girl, too shy to tell of the love he had, tell of the love he had, and there was a pretty girl.
Only I could find Joan Collins and make her love me. How did he do that, by the way? We, what, Joan Collins? Yeah. Well, come on, let's be honest. How, uh, the list of people who haven't done that <laughs> is shorter than what? the list of people that have done And by done that, I don't mean done it, I mean married her. So, Joe, satire. We've come up with the mathematical formula for Anthony Newley, haven't we? Yes. Go on. Uh, you take Bruce Forsyth. Yeah. You take a bit of Brucey, you add a bit of Bowie, and then you got a little bit of Anthony Newley, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Newley. I went to the Roald Dahl Museum. Yeah, I've been there. Doesn't I, take very long, does it? Gosh, I mean the the people. I like the people that work there. Very enthusiastic. Yes. Very very nice. I like them a lot. The um, three rooms of things to see. Well, sorry, the two rooms of things to see. The one room of cutting up paper. Uh, was it really worth 12 quid? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wanted it to be some... I wanted it to be more... Good? Fun. More fun. Uh, it's a not... Yeah, fun. That's that's what I expected. There was... Whimsy. Bit more whimsy, please. There was too much reading. Yep. I liked the toilets. Why? Because they um, make rude noises. Oh, I didn't go inside. Oh, we yeah, went to the, yeah, the urinals. Go, you can hear whiz pops. Oh. They were playing um, extracts. I think that was what was happening. I think it was a sound effect. <laughs> they were playing extracts from the Angry Crocodile. The Angry Crocodile? The Hungry Crocodile as well? The Menormous Crocodile? That's the fella. The Menormous Crocodile. <laughs> I got that live last night at 11 o'clock. Really? My two-year-old. Wow. Yeah, she's got a new thing, which is a thinking face. Oh. Uh, it's like this. She closes her eyes and looks slightly into the distance behind her eyelids and goes, um... <laughs> <laughs> what is a two-year-old thinking about? The Menormous Crocodile. Really? Apparently, the little boy is called Toto. Yeah, there is a called Toto. And the little girl is called Mary. Yeah. And they yep. go for a walk looking for coconuts. Why was she telling you this? Because it was 11 o'clock at night, and that's what people talk about, apparently, when you're trying to go to sleep. Jeez. And they went looking for coconuts, and... and that, this is what she's doing. And, oh and you think, well, if you're boring yourself, go to sleep. But why would, why would, I mean, with the greatest respect, when she grows up, she's going to be so dull. She's one of those girls that tells you the plot line, the intricate plot lines of EastEnders. Yes, she will. You're going, why are you telling me this? I don't care. She won't just tell you them, she'll act them out. She does um, Wolves, Witches and Giants as well. That's a Spike Milligan. Oh, yeah. Yes, she can do the whole thing. We don't need to watch it anymore. She can do it from her. It's a little bit... Why do, the thing is, where does she get um, telling really dull stories from? I mean, that, that behaviour is probably learned. So where would she know. be learning it from? All genetic. Um, where she might have got that from? So there was a couple. Oh, do, is is um, is Barry doing a uh, is Barry doing a, a news at half past? No, I think he starts at seven. Ask him. No, he starts. Ba- ba- I'm here. I'm Whoa. ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> You, have you been there the whole time? Yeah, I've been here waiting for you. That's that is. A I can go back key. and come back at seven if you want. Do you want to do no. one at half six? We're gonna. I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. Um, I need a jingle. All right. Mate. Whoa! Hang on. Flip. Oh, flip and ca- calm down because is is travel there? Yes. What, who's this? Justin Peterson. Because hey, you have you? Alice at the moment. See, so they've got me. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now, Justin, listen. Yes. Give us. Give us the gossip. Uh, what, what is Alice? She can't hear us now because she's talking. Are you talking. sure? Because yeah. yeah, are you okay? What, what do you need to know? I need to know exactly what what she's like as a worker, as a colleague, as a friend, as a woman. 
Okay, well, as a woman, that sounds quite... Uh, that conversation goes somewhere I didn't want to really go, but okay, uh, okay. in all honesty, she's a good baker. She makes great cakes. She brings oh. loads oh, of cakes to oh. you. If she hasn't brought anything in, you better question her on that. Well, Justin let's... Peterson, I baked some cakes I this really... morning and she wouldn't eat them. Oh. It's too early. I will in a minute. Well, she's um, getting defensive. Uh, I, I, plays I, netball as well. cakes on Thursday. I thought she couldn't hear me. Because I wanted I to bring them in so you guys would get them on Friday morning, so I have thought about you well, in cake defensive relations. Here. If I'm honest, Justin, I, w- I was lying to you. She could hear everything. Oh. You said oh, so. You had me there, Ian. You're in Netball trouble. player as well. Plays winger tackle centre, I believe. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. centre. Woo! Okay. We can't cheer. You can't cheer a position in netball. Yeah, you can. Barry, are you still there? I'm still here. I'm hoping Barry will go. This is one thing. <laughs> Barry's getting quite upset, I think, because involving him. Barry's a little bit of a diva. Oh, okay. Am right. I? Yeah, right. No, he can. I didn't know he could hear. Right, right, Barry, darling, stay there. I love you. We'll come to you in a second. <laughs> Alice, go and make some cakes or coffee. Justin, yes. it's your turn to shine. Thank you. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 southbound. No build-up at the moment. Similar story also for the M25. A5, just a teensy bit of traffic around High Street, north and south through Dunstall. And a quick check just around the rest of the region looking really good. Do take note, because it's a bank holiday, some public transport night well, might not run as usual. So you might see the odd uh, revised timetable like Monday, timetable running around Saturday times and things like that. So trains not may, might be as regular as usual. Here's one example. Replacing buses running on Chiltern Railway to Oxford and Bicester Town due to engineering works. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. half past six with the headlines. I'm Barry Caffrey. The UK Independence Party has made major gains in the European Parliament elections in Britain, increasing its share of the vote by around 11%. With most of the UK's 73 seats now declared, the party has won 23, a rise of 10. It's the first time since 1910 that neither Labour nor the Conservatives have come top in a national election. The UKIP leader, Nigel Farage, has claimed that his party has delivered the most extraordinary result in British politics for a century, describing it as an earthquake. He said it could hold the balance of power in the event of a hung parliament in next year's general election. The Liberal Democrats saw their representation in the European Parliament all but wiped out, retaining only one MEP. The performance of Labour has also been questioned. It currently has 18 seats, the same number as the Conservatives, and failed to break through in key battlegrounds. In Germany, Chancellor Angela Merkel's ruling Christian Democrats defied the protest vote, as did Italy's pro-Europe Democratic Party. Mainstream pro-EU groups will still be the dominant force in the European Parliament. In other news this morning, a five-month-old boy who hasn't been given a Christian name by his parents is to be placed for adoption after a High Court judge at a family court in Watford highlighted concerns about his father's hostility to social workers. Mrs Justice Parker decided that the baby should be taken into care after being told how his father had assaulted one social worker and threatened to kill another. In sport, Rory McIlroy has won the PGA Championship at Wentworth by one shot, his first European Tour title since 2012. McIlroy started the final round seven shots behind the overnight leader Thomas Bjorn, who finished in a tie for third with Luke Donald. The weather now. Today we'll see some bright or sunny spells around. Cloud will increase at times and scattered showers are likely, possibly turning heavier thundery later in the day. Maximum temperatures of 18 degrees Celsius. That's 64 degrees Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'm back with a full bulletin at seven. 
across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Here we go. Now, it's uh, the Ian Acaf Show. Yeah, sorry. There's, I know, there's literally no more to it than that. You can join in any moment you want, 08459 555. So far, uh, we're, we're playing the record game. I have 11 records in front of me. You pick a number, we play that record. Yeah. Uh, which celebrity would you like to have as a baby? Yeah, because you can buy a replica of Prince George, but he's quite pricey. 1,600 quid. Yeah. How much, this is what I was, was going to say. Do you remember that couple that tried to buy a baby on eBay? Oh, yeah, vaguely. She was a woman. Of, she was a woman. And he was a man. And when they met, it was Moida. <sighs> The, 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 they were called the um, Asprulas, or the... That's not... That's Greek for um, either white or rabbit. I can't remember. They were called the uh, Atonements, the Abenkos. OK, well, uh, the name doesn't matter, and it's probably best we don't name them. What? Because well, I don't know what you're going to say about them. I'm going to say... Well, I'm going to say, uh, uh, you know, um, probably something libelous. Yeah. Oh, I... Yeah. Anyway, they, this couple tried to buy a baby on eBay. Well, I don't think it was eBay, Catherine. Steady. It was the internet. On the internet. Um, I remember her. She was dumpy and he had glasses. I was on a TV show with them. Right. I can't remember what their names were. Someone will know. Anyway, they they they... tried to buy a baby. Anything else? They done tried to buy a baby. I think they, in many ways, they were ahead of their time. (laughs) Well, because uh, you can... well, now you can buy a doll. I mean, I don't mind people buying dolls. I think actual people should not be bought and sold. Well, as a rule. Uh, but sadly, it's it's uh, the plight of uh, many young people in yes. this country. Then that's why we're talking about this morning. We've got a special guest. Oh no, we haven't got any guests, have we? We've got nothing no, in the but show. Don't say that, just in case the boss is listening. Okay. She won't be. She's in Magaluf. Don't eat your thumb. I've got a thing. What is it? Um, a, a wart. No. You need to uh, wee on it. What? And it has to be your wee. No. It's true. That it's is not true. A wart, if you've everyone. got warts, this is true, dear listener. 08459 455 555. He said desperately, even though there was no one listening. Uh, if you've got warts on your hands, no, you need you to don't urinate need to do them. That. No, no, no. You do. No. My, the heels of my feet are really hurting me, and it's getting worse and worse. It feels like. It feels like I have verrucas, oh. but I don't see any. Sorry? I feel a little bit... Um, Sexy? Oh, no. Manly? No. Sick? Sick. No. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, I can feel the... Don't say any more. I just... I'm in pain when I walk. Are you really? Why are we... Yeah, I'm in pain. Oh, suddenly, suddenly, now I'm, I'm, I'm close to getting my own blue badge. Right. Suddenly you're interested. Well, um, chiropodists out there, can you do an on-air diagnosis? Call me now, 08459 Hey, too many foreign acts on Britain's Got Talent. I agree, says Canadian magician who might win Britain's Got Talent. But he doesn't really care because he's just getting the exposure. I am... He re- can produce a dove from almost anywhere. I am reluctant to discuss this with you. Why? Because we're we're falling into Simon Cowell's tiny hands. Let's not mention that show. Well, you've mentioned it. And we'll just say, what's your favourite foreign act? Oh, I love a good foreign act. <laughs> yes. Um, my favourite foreign act... I, I mean, like that thing that the Italians do, which is the... Huh, the chin That's brush. not an act, Catherine. That's not an act. <laughs> it's you an act that they my, do. My favourite foreign act, do you remember... Um, our, that one. No, that's not a foreign act. That's just you know, that's your favourite foreign hand swears. In Greece, if you hold your hand up like that, that means you know up yours, Dolores. So don't say that on a crossing. No, I do that all the time. Yeah, 
Uh, my favourite foreign actor was an American gentleman. He had long hair and a beard. He would go on the Paul Daniels Magic Show and his act involved him blowing bubbles and smoking cigarettes. And he would blow smoke. He would smoke loads of tabs. Oh, I remember that. And he would end up with a, a smoky bubble. He <laughs> <laughs> would end up with a smoky bubble. Yeah. What? So, oh, 8459 no. Favourite foreign act? Should we play a song? Yeah. Eight four five nine four double five five double five. You can call in with literally anything you want. Catherine's looking sad. I am looking sad because I just found this record. Yeah, um, it's from the olden days when we were young. You didn't just find it; it's in my bag of records. No, I found it in your bag of records. I just happened upon it. Well, yeah, but you found. So it. I just found it. But it's not like you wandered into the attic and went, "Oh wow, look, this is." Re-. You, you found it well, in a I bag feel of. Like I've wandered into your attic. All this. You found it in a bag of records. It smells. It, they, yeah, they it smell, smell, don't they? Don't they smell wonderful? Those bad boys. Anyway, yeah, this one, Vic Reeves and the Wonder Stuff. Are you feeling old? 
You are. You're nearly 40. I'm not nearly 40. I'm very much the mid-30s mark. Mid, late, mid to late 30s. Oh, gosh. When did that happen? Uh, about four years ago. No, it never. Yeah, it did. I was only 32 four years ago. You'll be 37 very, very soon. I'm 41 soon. Imagine how that I've given up now. I've given up on life. Hey, what about that UKIP, eh? What about that UKIP? Oh, yeah, blimey. Yeah. It's democracy, isn't it? All the people getting upset going, oh, you, oh, oh no, UKIP. Oh, no. It's democracy, isn't it? You've got you to go with it, haven't you? People vote that way. That's what happens. I enjoyed uh, the voting process. I wish it would last longer. They should make it snazzier in there because it's very, it's very cold and stark and I think that maybe that scares some people away. Right. So they what should, would you rather see? I'd have um, someone selling costas. Uh, I'd get them in, wouldn't it? I'd have, um, I'd have a, a corner, like a creche right. for the kids yeah. to go and hang out and play. Mm-hmm. I'd get, um, you know, like a, super di- a superstar DJ, like... Um, Kelly Betts? No, someone proper like... Uh, David fa- Getter. David Getter. Um, John DJ, Digweed. DJ, is that a person? That was a person. DJ Sammy. I'll get Sammy, I'll get Fatboy Slim, all those guys. Yeah. Come and do play the spin some Pete Tong. I get a celebrity down there. I get, you know, um you get like um the ba- cast Barry of Towie. Barry from EastEnders. Barry from EastEnders down there. That would get make it an event. Yeah. Make it an event that people want to go to. They need the Portis effect, don't they? They're made to make me no. huh? need to make it an experience. Mm, I've got a bit of um last night's supper in my teeth. Delicious. Did you um, brush your teeth today? I did. I brushed them I Hey, here's something. Uh flossing. Yeah. Why would I just? Why I might as well just go into my mouth with a knife and stab randomly. There'd be less blood. I know. My um, dentist. That's all he ever says to me. Oh, oh you've got to floss, and I'll do it for about a week, and then really. It's such a chore. It's such a chore. I'm not sure it's very good for you either. No. Did cavemen floss? No, they didn't have teeth. They did. They were probably very, very good teeth. No, they would have had terrible teeth. <laughs> and they would have been dead by the age of 28. I've seen that thing. Is it not Ursula Andress? She's got great teeth and a lovely chamois leather bikini. A million, one million years BC. It wasn't Ursula Andress, was it? No, it was um, Bardo. Welch. Raquel Welch. Raquel great, Welch. Great teeth and lovely bouncy hair. And we know how she does the face now. Is that Raquel Welch or is that Bardo? No, it's Sophia Loren. OK. But they probably all do it. They're all interchangeable, the, foreign, uh, the hot foreign women from the olden days. There was a look, wasn't there? A bit of a Linda Evangelista type look. Who is she? Um, she looked a bit like Sophia Loren, but she's not as old. You know this is going out on the radio. Mm. Trying to do some weather. Oh, flipping it! Have we got? Oh, blood! And then we had. Are we doing weather, Georgina? We are. Yeah, I'm just sitting here listening to you guys wittering on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't be funny. We won an award a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> not Sorry, like this. Yes. Sorry. Not like this. We didn't. Yeah, no. no <laughs> to, 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 if, and if they're listening, they can take it back. There's, there's a month. There's a month uh, cooling down period on, on the awards. I discovered. So we're in big trouble. I didn't know we would do. Do we normally do weather on a bank holiday? Well, um, everyone I've ever been in on. <laughs> Georgina, regardless of whether it's the form, I'm really interested and want the to know what. Uh, whether the, it's the form. you want to oh, the weather you want yeah. to know the weather yeah of course okay. I do, do we, I think we, most oh, people do alright calm down oh. guys guys I, just calm down <laughs> we cannot do the weather without the weather bed do it beds hearts and bucks weather BBC Three Counties Radio that was what I was waiting for. I'm programmed into it. 
So today we have an area of rain pushing up from the continent. Now there is some uncertainty as to how far east that will get. So probably western parts are going to be most affected by it. But we could have 20 to 30 millimetres by the time it's passed. Um, and cloud, uh, thicker cloud at times as well. There should be some breaks. Now this is where it gets interesting because where there are breaks in the cloud and we have some sun shining through, we could have temperatures up in the high teens, perhaps even low 20s. However, where you are plagued by the cloud and the rain, it looks like they might only get it up to the low teens, perhaps 12, 13 degrees Celsius. So um, quite a big margin there today. Tonight, cloudy night, some showers still around and uh, we'll have a, another area of rain pushing in from the east in the early hours of the morning. So we'll probably get a littering of showers from that. Um, temperatures tonight down to about 11 or 12 degrees Celsius. And tomorrow, cloudy generally, that rain sort of uh, starting to affect us um, in the morning, pushing off to the northeast later on though. So the best of any sunshine will be later on but I think generally speaking it's going to be quite a cloudy day tomorrow and fairly wet too if you are travelling to uh, eastern parts at all there are some uh, yellow warnings in place and to, to temperatures tomorrow quite disappointing we're looking at highs of about 15 or 16 degrees Celsius and then for the rest of the week it's a case of west is best so the further west you are the drier it will be but really looking like quite a wet week altogether that's your latest forecast Let's find out where the uh, big tour is this week. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. Even though it's a small town, you've got a lot of things to do in it. Inviting everyone to where you live. It's a lovely town, it's got a great history. And all this week we're featuring Dunstable. OK. Yeah. Do you know that's where they uh, signed the divorce of... Um, Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Is it really? Yeah, true fact. Is it really? True fact. I did not know that. Yeah. Flipping egg. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Caused a massive sea change in our history and religion. Did and it? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Flipping egg. They didn't do it in London because they wanted to do it on the quiet. That is not. Well, you've bro- just broadcast it everywhere. Nice one, Kath. Yeah, sorry, Henry. They've banned nipples. Wow, where from? The BBC. Oh. This us. Well, hang on. Oh. I always thought we were quite <clears throat> nip heavy. <laughs> I never noticed that many nipples in the first place. How do we know they're banned? I don't think you can say nip. Nervous BBC bosses cut the word girl from a documentary last week in case viewers found it offensive. Uh, in what context? There was, a, there was a fella... You know they get sports fellas to go and do sports, right? Yeah. And uh, there was a 30-minute documentary about the Commonwealth and he's having a wrestle... A judo... He's having a judo with a 19-year-old judo lady. A girl, yeah. And she beats him up. Yes. And he goes, oh... Uh, I'm not sure I can live that down, being beaten by a 19-year-old girl. Yes. The second time it was shown, the word girl was removed. Oh. Is girl sexist? No, but, you know, I think that some things... We've had this conversation before. Throwing like a girl, you know, crying like a girl, all those sort of things. They are kind of derogatory. But that is just a description. Let's let's, let's try it. There are are two um, young ladies in the studio next door. There's one. Oh, what? Where's, where's, Where's Glossop gone? Alice has gone to make you coffee, Good. so I wouldn't complain. <laughs> Who's that? Louisa. Do I know her? Yeah. From where? Uh, work. Hey, Louisa, nice to see you. Hey. I, I mean, I do hang around the office quite a lot, actually. I don't know her. Yeah, she's, she's worked on the programme. She can't hear me, can she? Yeah, I, yeah maybe a little. Oh, I'm, I'm here, guys. Awkward-o. I'm. <laughs> do you object to being called a girl, young girl? Um, Young girl? It's a bit, bit, bit patronising. Do you know what I them. find really patronising? Young lady. Well, you, know, you, you, you don't get that anymore, so... Sometimes you do from an older people. Young lady, you always know you're going to be given a bit of a ticking off. Young lady, calm down. So do you find girl patronising young girl? Uh, 
just some context. Not in that one you just said. Like, like Catherine said, it's it's a description of the of the judo lady. But is nineteen a girl? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that sort. Of, <laughs> no, but that's that sort of right. I don't think you're a woman until I. I'm only just a woman now. Nipple. <laughs> Nipple. What? Is that your nickname? You <laughs> Nipple, redneck, and commie were among 130 words banned last year by Birmingham City Council. Oh. Testicles are out too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Google omitted geek, omitted, Google omitted geek, intercourse, and condom. From predictive text software. And they've also banned the word pizzle. <laughs> Who uses that word? I'm going to use it more now. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, like, extra and bear were banned by the Harris Academy in London last year to, stri- to try to stop people using slang words. Bear? As in, you are bear fit, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank goodness that they're censoring our thoughts. You are Bear Grylls, man. <laughs> do they mean Bear is in a big hairy bear, or do they mean Bear is in naked? General Motors last week. T- the, 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 uh, Bueller. <laughs> General Motors. Are they talking about the beast or the thing? <laughs> How do you know my nicknames? <laughs> General Motors last week told staff to avoid words that could harm its image after a product recall such as bad, evil, terrifying, horrific and defect. Hmm? I got bored of that story. Yeah. But you can't say, um, you can't say nipple in Birmingham and testicles are out. In summary. Um, should we play? Do you want to play? You've got some, you've picked some records. Yeah, but I've all shuffled them all together Oh, you now. absolute plum. Hang on, I can find it. Oh, that, yeah, urban. We're going to go urban. It's an urban style. jam. A bit urban. Urban jam. Okay, from Petula Clark. A little bit of a clean with the old Clothington. A little bit of the old clean, clean. Right, when I say urban, it's not going to be any of your um, dizzy rascal. It's Petula Clark and don't sleep in the subway. <laughs> this is urban when it used to mean urban. Try to be smart, then 
Confuse Petula Clark with um, Julie Andrews. Why? Well, because I think they're the same woman. I think they're quite a different animal. In what respect? Petula Clark, very big in France. <laughs> very big in France. So is Jerry Lewis, the comedian, not the uh, rock and roll is hellraiser. He? Yeah. So is Benny Hill. Uh, what a brilliant record from Petula Clark, says Mark in Bletchley Towers. On oh, the email. Mark. Well, what are you telling us for? Tell her. Well, I can tell her. When? Next time I go to France. This is uh, Ian and Catherine are doing a show. Literally when nothing. We say show. Uh, we're filling we're filling air for three hours. I'm here because contractually, I uh, have used up all my holiday. You're here because you forgot to take the day off, you yeah. plum. And I don't want to do the August Bank holiday. Actually, for, for a little bit of a strop in there, I don't. I don't want to do it. Oh, kid, I don't want to do it. You got to do it, said the boy boss. You got to do it. And you did it. So you lose. <laughs> you, you snooze, you lose. I did snooze. Uh, you snoozed and you lost. But I got Friday off, so who's the real loser? Is that why you're off on Friday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did a deal. I'm staff, man, I'm staff. They can't just make me. Look at you. When did you become all, um, not uh, uh, Liberal Democrat, not um, women's lib, uh, not politically correct, um, up the workers? Yeah. When did you become up the they workers? Trying to make me work a bank holiday. You get the union involved. Get, get, get. No, I'm not a member of the union. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. So you're not a member of the union, no. but you want the, the right. Can't afford the fees, to be honest. How much is the union? Lots. Expensive. They should do it for free. Should, if they really wanted to represent my interests. Because you're tight and your interests are <laughs> not spending money. On that. Uh, 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. I'm not saying we're desperate for phone calls, but we're really. Desperate for phone calls. We've got no content. We have. Foreign acts. Oh, yeah, What's go on. What's your favourite foreign act? 08459 What's yours, Ian? Does the great Soprando count as foreign? I don't think he's really foreign. He had a foreign voice. Yeah, but his real name's Jeffrey, isn't it? I think Jeffrey can be a foreigner. Is that record still going? I can hear Cracklidge. It's adding Atmos. It makes it sound like we're an old recording. They wouldn't keep this, would they? No, you're right, actually. Uh, OK, well, if you can't have Jeffrey... What's his name? Jeffrey Dahmer? No, Jeffrey Dahmer was a different foreign act. Oh, E, um, can we just say for legal reasons, we're not in any way suggesting that the great Soprendo is in any way uh, a mass murderer. No. I mean, he may be. 
No, I don't think he is. We just we have no evidence to back that up. We have suspicions. No. We have no evidence. We don't have any suspicions. Well, at all. you may not, Catherine, but let me show you let me take you to a specific website on the internet. Oh. That may just open your eyes to right. what, what's going on around you. Anyway, other actual foreign acts. <laughs> I don't know any foreign acts. Um you like Johnny Alliday. I think he's weird. I like French singers. I like French singers. I like I love French rap. Oh, yes. French rap is wonderful. Benny B, MC Solar. MC Solar! They're the only ones I know. They're from the mid-90s. Yeah, MC Solar uh, was good. And I like Japanese rap. Oh. Yeah, a little bit of Japanese rap. Uh, Spanish rap's interesting. German rap's really unpleasant. Is it? It just sounds like an industrial toilet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just really, it's too harsh and angular. Why doesn't she change her name to Angular? If we're going to have a hard gur, why don't we just call her Angular Merkel? Good, good, good story. You should but write her that letter. I'll write her an email. Probably, what is it, Angu- angular.merkel at yahoo. Um, dot German. G- German. I'll do that. Do it while we get some travel news. Oh, flip. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. M1, M25. What are you laughing for? <laughs> Just where you went, oh, flip. <laughs> M25 anti still no reason to laugh, mate. A little bit unprofessional. What was oh, your name again? Sorry. Sorry, Justin Pierce. I do apologise. M25. Yeah. Peterson. And the name of your, your supervisor is? Uh, Lewis. Lewis. All right, Justin, carry on, mate. Maybe Thank we'll speak you. to you later. Maybe I, we won't. I apologise, Ian. I do apologise. Anti-clockwise, M25. Light and normal, 21 to 20. The M1, 3 towards the A41. Uh, safe on the A414. Just moving around Park Street roundabout, looking good for the M25 and the A1M. And the M40 also looking good. Public transport, well, should be running a reduced timetable this bank holiday period. Saturday or Sunday timetable offering. My sincerest apologies for being unprofessionally showing as well. Justin Peterson, BBC, Three Counties Radio. Peterson, thank you. Listen, we all have off days. We, okay, Catherine's having an off month, uh, and you've had an off day, Justin. Let's shake hands. Let's never mention it again between ourselves, but you will actually have to discuss it with your boss, um, Lois. I'm going to send her an email right now. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, gains for UKIP in the elections to the European Parliament. Hertfordshire man guilty to thousands of pounds of benefit fraud and deaths of cats in Stevenage being investigated. BBC Three Counties Radio. The UK Independence Party has made major gains in the European Parliament elections in Britain, increasing its share of the vote by around 11%. With most of the UK's 73 seats now declared, the party has won 23, a rise of 10. It's the first time since 1910 that neither Labour nor the Conservatives have won a national election. After retaining his own South East England seat, UKIP leader Nigel Farage said anything was now possible. We will go from here. Our People's Army will go from here to Newark and we will go on next year to a general election with a targeting strategy. And I promise you this, you haven't heard the last of us. Thank you very much.
Well, the Liberal Democrats saw their representation in the European Parliament all but wiped out, retaining only one MEP. The performance of Labour has also been questioned. It currently has 18 seats, the same number as the Conservatives, and failed to break through in key battlegrounds. The results from Scotland and Northern Ireland are still to come, but the BBC is projecting that UKIP will gain one seat in Scotland. In other news, the American pharmaceutical company Pfizer is expected to make a statement today admitting defeat in its attempt to take over AstraZeneca. The company's latest offer was rejected by AstraZeneca's board and Pfizer has until five o'clock this afternoon to make a better bid or withdraw. However, current rules say the company can try again after six months. A five-month-old boy who hasn't been given a Christian name by his parents is to be placed for adoption after a High Court judge at a family court in Watford highlighted concerns about his father's hostility to social workers. Mrs Justice Parker decided that the baby should be taken into care after being told how his father had assaulted one social worker and threatened to kill another. Here's our reporter, Ewan Duncan. In a public ruling after the private hearing in Watford, Mrs Justice Parker described it as a terribly sad case because the father and mother each have many excellent qualities. But she said adoption was the only answer as there's no other family member available to care for the baby. She concluded that the combination of the father's hostility and the mother's vulnerability created a high risk of the boy suffering significant emotional harm and a possibility of him being caught up in violence. Mrs Justice Parker said nobody in the baby's family could be identified but the local authority with responsibility for the baby, Hertfordshire County Council could be. It's being reported that the father says he and his partner plan to appeal. A man from Hertfordshire has pleaded guilty to illegally claiming nearly £7,000 in housing benefit. Alan Collins from Chapmore End failed to declare his job seekers allowance had ended and that he changed his address. The 49-year-old was ordered to pay back the full amount and was fined £55. Citizens Advice has warned that the number of people struggling to pay their council tax has rocketed. The charity says it's overtaken credit cards and personal loans to become its number one debt-related issue. And the RSPCA is investigating a number of cat deaths in Stevenage. It believes at least three cats in Tamar Close have been poisoned with antifreeze in recent weeks. Kaylee Ridings from the charity says the family she spoke to were left incredibly distressed. Their 12-year-old daughter went out into the garden and found their cat, their beloved cat Mitzi, um, who was still alive at that point, um, outside in their front garden. She was very, very poorly, could barely lift her head. The family rushed her to the vets and, and sadly it turned out that she had very serious kidney damage and sadly didn't survive. She died later that day. And the weather today will see some bright or sunny spells around. Cloud will increase at times and scattered showers are likely. Maximum temperatures of 18 degrees Celsius, that's 64 degrees Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. I think it's a great place to live, personally. It's got a lot of things for people growing up. And all this week, we're featuring Dunstable. Best part of Dunstable, Priory Church. It's just full of history and I love it. Dunstable Downs, which attracted us to come here. It's all about where you live. It's a lovely town, it's got a great history. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. See, uh, what people don't realise... Uh, by the way, during that news bulletin, we discovered that uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor were both five foot ten. Gosh! 
What people don't realise is that setting up the top of the hour is a very, very difficult thing to do. I make it sound dead easy because I'm a professional. Uh, Catherine. Yes. Why don't you have a go and just see how difficult it really is. Over to you. Coming up, we'll there. bring you the very latest on the European elections. I know some of you are interested and we will be uh, fueling that. We're also making sure that if our boss were to tune in, she thinks we're doing some work. She won't tune in. She's in Magaluf. We're also asking you what oh. your favourite foreign act is after allegations that a certain programme run by Simon Cowell has got too many foreign people having a go on it. And I'll be dodging flying newspapers. All coming up in the next two hours. You with me, did. Catherine Boyle. Oh. 08459 Call me now. You actually made that sound quite good. I know. Catch this. Uh. Hey, look. Coca-Cola is a drink. Coca-Cola makes you blink. But so does a massive hand coming towards you at high speed. It was the words. It was the power of suggestion. <laughs> did it? Across beds. Power of suggestion. Box. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I've just had a text from my wife saying, uh, I'm working today. Can you take the kids to the leisure pool on a bank holiday? <laughs> Can not could just... be worse. Could be soft play. Oh, well, at least in soft, soft play, I haven't got to try to get them in and out of different clothes. They just wear those clothes. I haven't got to be naked at any point in a tiny cubicle with my two boys, mm. which is, uh, ha-ha, I can see your willy. Right. So I just put that That's what you say to them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I feel for you, I really do. My husband's also off today, and he's doing that while I sleep. I'm a winner. In some ways. Now, the European election results have been coming in overnight. UKIP were confident they would win the majority of UK seats up for grabs. Uh, Mark Hughes is constituency chairman for UKIP in North Hertfordshire. Joins me now. Morning, Mark. Good morning. Mark, what do you make of the results? Oh, stunning. I think you, uh, anybody would have to say that, that um, we've uh, won a national election, the first party in 100 years other than Labour and Conservatives. Uh, stunning. It's uh, still sinking in. Where did it go wrong for the others and where did it go right for UKIP? Well, it's not for me to comment what went wrong for the others. I think we uh, set our agenda out, um, what we believed in, and we won the election. Um, we clearly are putting forward the views of the British people, um, and um, we, we speak for them. Um, that's quite clear. It, it, I know it's early now, and I, I kind of know what you're going to say in this, but, but honestly, do you think it's going to result in any significant gains at the general election? That's, that's a very interesting question, um, and I think that we need to look at the, the wider context, that this really is the earthquake that Nigel Farage promised, and uh, if you just indulge me for a second, if you think about it, um, 1837. 1837 what? was when Queen Victoria came to the throne. Yes. The Whigs won the last general election. 1911, the end of the Edwardian age, yes. beginning of the, the Georgian age, the Liberals won the last election. 1992, our own lifetimes, the Conservatives last won a general election. It's not about UKIP. Think about that. The Conservatives haven't won a general election in 22 years. This is part of the evolution of politics. I genuinely believe we've seen a breakthrough. I think UKIP... I'm not going to win the next general election. I'm honest enough to say that. But I think now people are starting to say... You know what? UKIP could win seats. Certain areas of the country, the Thames Estuary, the um, eastern coast, places like Yarmouth, UKIP have got a great chance of winning seats and could well hold the balance of power after the next election. 
Uh, and uh, Mark, finally, what what it, 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 it's interesting, isn't it, that, that people think that they might win the general election? Do you, do you really believe that, or do you do you think that this has just been a big kind of flash in the pan, and that the Lib Dems and Labour will kind of come back with a bit more force next time? Well, I think the onus is going to be on the on Labour and um, the Conservatives, as as I say, that there's less than a year to the general election. People know what UKIP stand for. We're quite clear about that. Our policies on the EU, our membership, our relationship. Um, Policies on controlling our borders. People are very clear what we stand for. And everything else that the opposition parties are saying is periphery. They're tending to say, we can, uh, we can do UKIP, but we do it in a different way. Um, if you want UKIP, vote UKIP, and that's what you get. Mark, we're playing the record game this morning. We're play- we're, we've got, I've got 11 uh, actual records in front of me, number between 1 and 11. Uh, pick a number, any number. I'll go for number 7. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, seven. Oh, you picked Doris Day, Mark. Well done. Doris Day? <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. That's Mark Hughes, constituency chairman for UKIP North Hertfordshire. A little bit of Doris Day. Oh, yes. Which one is it? Move over, darling. It's going to get slinky. A little bit slinky. We've gone seven. We've had UKIP on. It means it's time to get a little bit raunchy, dear listener. I like this um, record, but at the end she gets a little bit over-available. She does really demean herself and women, doesn't she? Begging. Well, Doris Day, she's had a tough life. Our lips shouldn't touch Move over, darling I like it too much Move over, darling That gleam in your eyes Is no big surprise anymore Cause you fooled me before I'm all in a spin Move over, darling About to give in you right now 
record, Doris Day, yes, please. And what a tragic life she had, ripped off by her husband who died young, leaving her bankrupt. Her son was a wrong one, and I believe that, um, I think she had a hysterectomy as well at the age of 36. There you go. Morning. Morning, guys. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Kath is uh, around and uh, The bank holiday shows are always kind of an odd show. Yes, we're, we're addressing and acknowledging uh, the, uh, the European elections, but... I mean, can I just... Wasn't radio and television really boring last night from nine o'clock onwards? Well, it's been boring all weekend. Football's been on all day, every day, hasn't it? Well, I, 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 I was talking about the European election Well, it's either that or the football. Oh, hey. What happened to the George Clooney marathon we were promised? Well, I don't think we were promised that. Oh, did I dream that? Yeah. If women ruled the world, that's what we'd have. And you'd go to pubs what? and people would howl at you for getting up to go to the loo in the middle of, I don't know, out of sight or something. So you're, you're saying that in, if women ruled the world in pubs, they'd be showing Made in Manhattan yeah. all on a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster-in-law. And, and there'd be massive peer pressure. You're not allowed to go and sit near it. You're not allowed to talk through it either. And you're not allowed to walk wow. past the screen. Hang on a minute. Girls are the worst at talking in films. Rubbish at talking. Why? Why are they trying to kill that man? What's he been in? Was, was, he's going out with um, what's her face? Why? Who's that? What? Why are they trying to kill him? Look at that silly soul patch. You you, you you just don't stop talking through films. And then sometimes you're in a good film, like forty five minutes into it, you go, I've had enough of this, and you go, I, I'm go- No, sit and watch the film with me. I do tend to go for a wander. I can't, can't sit still anymore. My mum used to be like that. Dad used to say, oh, she's on patrol. Pe- can't sit still. People blame uh, the internet and um, uh, clever phones, don't they? Uh, uh, clever phones. phones. Yeah. I've got one of those iTelephones, and it's Have very, you? very clever. But it goes back further. To? The? Uh, I'm going to send it to you psychically. The MTV generation. Boom, you see, I've got special powers. I don't know what you mean. Because uh, because up until MTV, up until... Uh, and who invented MTV, guys? Guys? Dire Straits. Who, who invented MTV, Alice? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, You're wrong. That's, whatever Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> well, who's the other girl in there? I don't know her. Louisa. Does she work here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Ian, I make you coffee. I thought we had something special. Oh, sorry. All right. Ouch. All right, Lisa, calm down. Flipping it. <laughs> Lisa, who invented MTV? Michael Jackson, the other Jackson. She's got the first name right. Michael Winner. No, Michael Winner didn't invent MTV. Michael Ball. No. Michael Barrymore. No. No. Michael. Michael Nesmith from The Monkees. Oh. Thank you. That one. So, but when it started in, uh, let's hazard a guess, uh, 1995. <laughs> Don't do that voice. Well, I've, I, I got told off for doing my proper estimation voice, so I'm trying to fight it. The only I can like fight the it. With the thumb in the... If I put my thumb in my mouth, so that way I can't do the voice. <laughs> oh, 1995. Uh, and uh, up until then, kids were great at sitting down, watching 30-minute, hour-long documentaries, even movies, no longer than 88 minutes. They watched documentaries. And then um, in the uh, 84, 85, MTV started, boom, they suddenly they've got a cut-up three-and-a-half-minute sensibility to their brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where it started. Oh, right. MTV. That's the only place that you were taking that, was that? I've got more. Go on. MTV invented ADHD. What? And uh, all those other made-up disorders. What? Hmm? Did you just say... Uh... <laughs> Did you just say a thing there that's going to get people... People have been having a go at you all weekend. Oh, flipping it! Right, flipping it! So... I've had flipping vapists using the most foul language. Yes, that word. That word. They've been calling me that word on Tinternet all weekend, all because I said that you're an idiot if you smoke a vape. 
You said a bit more than that. I did say a bit more. Because you're than saying that. you're replacing one addiction with another. Yeah, yeah. If you, you, hey, you, the, 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 the thing we did this on the show last week. The thing uh, in the papers that says if you use e-cigarettes, you're sixty percent more likely to give up smoking than any other method. Mm. Well, no, you're not. You're zero percent more likely to give up smoking because guess what, kids? You're not smoking. Ah, there's no smoke. You're still ingesting and inhaling nicotine, which is the addictive part of it. Yeah, but nicotine is a naturally occurring thing. It's in fruit and vegetables. Why the ban those? No, what about idiots like you? The best argument you can come up with is that there's nicotine and a carrot. But isn't it funny that we managed to have that conversation quite sensibly on was it Thursday or Friday on yeah. this on this very station? But you have it somewhere else. You, uh, and all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. And then I was invited to go on. They've got, vapists have got their own. They meet. They meet up and have um, uh, like evenings where they show each other their um, electronic cigarettes. They collect them, don't they? They collect them and they display their electronic cigarettes much in the same way that idiots will just you know share their stupid thoughts so they do that uh, and then they have their own i don't know if it was a tv channel or a radio station i don't know I it's like a youtube thing it's a homemade thing they, and oh well i bet ian well i bet you haven't got the guts to come on dr vape show tonight at nine o'clock but you haven't got the guts what no i can't be bothered this is after they've called you the worst word in the world you've called me the worst word in the world and then when i retweeted the worst word in the world oh he's such a Coward retweeting the word, <laughs> retweeting, retweeting my tweet to his public so that they have a go at me. It's a public forum, you muppets. But they'd obviously shared it on their public forum. Yeah, and I got they I, were coming in one after the other. I woke up to to uh, uh, six abusive uh, tweets the next morning. Gosh, and they're all all in their descriptions on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, are a keen vapist. I'm a I'm a vape I'm a vapist, and I. an interest. I, t- I test, I test, and I proudly collect vape cigarettes. Why don't you go and do something with your life instead of admitting... It's like um, a heroin user going, well, I proudly collect needles. Look at my collection of needles. This is your bog-standard one you get from a boots, but this one I got from a man in Thailand, and it's made of um, elephant's tusk. Well, you, 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 you go, go and display your other addictive tools. Your paraphernalia. Your paraphernalia. By the way, if anyone's listening that's planning to send some worst words in the world to Ian via Twitter, I'm not saying come on and say the worst word in the world, but have a conversation with him. By the way, my uh, Twitter name, if you want to, is uh, at 3CR Kate. (laughs) No, it isn't. If you want to send any abuse, it's to at 3CR Kate. Thanks for that. And that's annoying me because I was kind of... Slightly against uh, vapists, but I was, va- I was I was primarily ambivalent. Now I hate them all. <laughs> I hate all of them. You shouldn't hate them all. Just, I hate them. Just the fundamentalists. No, I hate that the the, uh, the um, I'm going to think of a funny phrase. Hang on, um, the uh, the e-cigarette Taliban, um, no. the token Taliban, the um, the vapor fascists, the fascists, the fascists. Does that work? Not quite. Um, no, I'd keep working on it. Okay, on air or shall I play a record? Play a record and we'll think. Okay. The flipping heck is this? What? I put better ones than that in the top. Why don't you just wind down? Let's let's play this to to fill. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much Oh no, oh no He swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe Oh gee, oh gee He's up to my knee, he's up to my knee 
fiddle, oh fiddle, he's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh heck, oh heck, he's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh dread, oh dread, he's swallowed by. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids. So, we were going to play Kid Rock, we aborted that, and you found something a whole lot better for us, Kath. I did. It's Meatloaf's You Took the Words Right Out of My... Wired for Sound by Cliff Richards. You knew we were going to play... Why did you say Meatloaf? I like small Muppet. I like tall speakers. If that music, they're wired for sound. Walking about with a head full of music, cassette in my pocket.
not keen on a small speaker. What's the point? Small, small speakers these days are excellent quality. Really? You get Bose. Now, we have to tread carefully for legal reasons. Oh. So? Yeah. John Travolta's hair. Yes. What's that all about? Um, it's very dark, isn't it? How old is he? But it's very dark and it's very... Thick and lustrous. It's very thick and lustrous. It's very bushy. It's, it's like if you if you had, for example, no hair mm. and you went into like a really expensive hair man and he said, where do you want hair? You would pick exactly where John Travolta has got hair, wouldn't you? It's exactly yeah. where you'd want... He's got the perfect hair in many ways. He's also grown a little soul patch just underneath his chin. He's got a little, little, little cleft. It's covered his, his bum cleft, doesn't he? Yeah. He can fly jumbo jets. Yeah. That's something we can't do. Yeah. He's got an airport in his back garden. He's got a bit more spare time than us, though. He has got a lot of spare time since he stopped making movies. And quite a lot of money. He doesn't complain about air, 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 airplane noise. They call them airplanes in America. Do they? They do. Why so would they do that? Because they don't know that it's actually an aeroplane, because mm. they're thick. Uh, he's got an airport in his back garden. He doesn't complain about aeroplane noise at no. all. Maybe the people uh, in Luton could learn a little trick from uh, Elton John Travolta. I no. think, yeah, I think it's quite double-glazed, though, his airport stroke house. Well, they should maybe speak to his um, glazier. <laughs> maybe maybe the glazier could do them a deal. Yeah. Or maybe John Travolta could pay for it. He's got enough money. Yeah. He, the thing, when I interviewed uh, Duncan Banner time once, before he got divorced, when he still had some money, and I'm just, I was thinking, you could pay my mortgage off and it wouldn't mean anything to you, so why don't you do it? He wouldn't do it because he doesn't think it's good for you. Isn't he one of the ones who's not giving his children any money? It would be so good for me. I wouldn't have a mortgage. Yeah, but you'd spend it on sweets. Yeah. And records. Yeah. And, I mean, not even records you want, just bags of records. All those records, that's about a third of the records I got, a quarter, 20 quid. I mean, and those are the, those are the good ones. Wow. There's a lot of Benny Hill records in there. Yeah, I know. But I just think Duncan Bannatine's so tight. Yeah. Can pay off the mortgage and, it, you know, what's he going to know? Or, or I've, I've, I've lost uh, £100,000 on the back of my sofa. I've not even noticed it. Right. Uh, so. Are you doing Ronnie Corbett now? <laughs> <laughs> I have done Ronnie Corbett in the past. Have you? How'd uh, you do that? I was talking to the producer. <laughs> I was I was talking to the producer before the show. That is a good one. That is a good one, and you know it's a good one. <laughs> that is awful. Why is that awful? You do Ronnie Corbett. I can't do. I could do. Um, I could do Anne. If uh, you do Cher, uh, then you're fired. I won't do Cher. If you do Scylla, you're fired. No, I wasn't going to do Scylla. I was going to do Anne off Watchdog. Oh yeah. Whose mind is so tiny it shouldn't be allowed out on its own? That's Matt Allwright. It's a bit like Matt Allwright. Yeah. We could do. We could take this on top. You doing Matt Allwright and me doing Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, we could. Let's let's do that because the radio's not working out, is it? Oh, by the way, is the phone? Are the phones working? Alice, not what, what's, what's your? All right, Matt, calm down. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was talk- I was talking to the producer, Alice, Catherine Boyle. <laughs> yeah. And doing a great job of talking. I was talking to the producer. Yeah. And we're thinking the phones are not working. <laughs> Oh, okay. Reel back on that accent. <laughs> Whoa! Um, it's, I'm doing a, a tiny Scottishman. Um, they're. Um, I don't think the phones are working. <laughs> <laughs> they have been working. Okay. Complaints. Well, no. Think, uh, uh, can we? Okay, this is what I we're going to do. I think people just want to really concentrate on the accent. They, they want to focus. They <laughs> yeah. want. Did we? Did we miss the travel at quarter past? It's every half hour. 
Holiday travel. No one's going anywhere. Okay, right. Okay. Um, we could, well, th- th- Barry's probably in his booth already. Um, Let's see, loose. Barry. I'm Bear. here. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That's weird. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. A because he's just kind of omnipresent, but B he's a weird kind of guy, anyway, isn't he? I think he's very dapper, and he smells great. He does smell great. Smell great. He wears. Um, I've had a shower. You wear light pants. I've got green trousers on today. Combats. Combats. Okay. Yeah. I don't like light pants. Why? Oh, gentlemen, no. You know why, don't you, Barry? Why? When you go for a tinkle. Do you mean light coloured or uh, of a light fabric? Do you mean like chinos? Yeah. I mean chinos of a light coloured chino. If you go for a tinkle. You see, I don't think you could get away with them because you're too old. <gasps> um. <sighs> for people in their 20s, like me. Twenties? Yeah. We're talking about age or weight here. Age. Okay. Do you want to fight? Do I want to fight? That's what I said. Can you not hear me? Leave it. Leave it, Ian. It's not worth it. No, he's worth it. Oh, leave it. I'm fine. worth it. We can have a fight if you want. Do you, oh. Barry, leave it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Over the airwaves. No, in the car park. Okay. To the death. And I actually mean to the death. I'm going to be in my car. You're going to be stood in front of it. <laughs> Leave it, guys. Seriously. It's going to Justin. Yes. Do you want to um, tag team with me? Yeah, I'll go free. I'll go. I'll take you inside. Definitely. All right, this Barry. This is such a weird morning. Yeah, Barry. So do you, do you still want that fight with me and Justin in my car? This doesn't seem fair. Do I'll have Catherine Boyle. Yeah, I'll, I'll go in I'll there. Flip it. Oh. You... Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. One way shut on the M25 anti-clockwise. It's all following an accident junction 25 to 24 Potters Bar. Just check the cameras, not causing any problems with the inside lane shut. Also check the sensors anti-clockwise 21 to 20. Actually much lighter than normal for this bank holiday Monday M13 towards the A41. And a quick check on the rest of the sensors so far, the A1M all looking good. Cinema story for the A53 Dunstall was busy earlier but eased off pretty rapidly. And public transport do take note running a reduced probably Saturday or Sunday timetable so less trains than usual. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. half past seven with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. The UK Independence Party has emerged as the major winner in the European elections, topping the poll with almost 28% of the vote and pushing the Liberal Democrats into fifth place. With most of the UK's 73 seats now declared, Nigel Farage's party has taken 23, an increase of 10. The Liberal Democrats saw their representation in the European Parliament all but wiped out, retaining only one MEP. The performance of Labour has also been questioned. It currently has 18 seats, the same number as the Tories, but it failed to break through in key battlegrounds across the country. In other news, Citizens Advice has warned that the number of people struggling to pay their council tax has rocketed. The charity says it's overtaken credit cards and personal loans to become its number one debt-related issue. And a five-month-old boy who hasn't been given a Christian name by his parents is due to be placed for adoption after a High Court judge at a family court in Watford highlighted concerns about his father's hostility to social workers. Mrs Justice Parker decided that the baby should be taken into care after being told how his father had assaulted one social worker and threatened to kill another. 
In sport, captain Owen Morgan says England's batsmen could not have played any worse after they slumped to a 157-run defeat in the second one-day international against Sri Lanka at Chester Le Street. England were dismissed for 99 to suffer their heaviest home defeat in one-day internationals in terms of runs. And the weather today will see some brighter sunny spells, although cloud will increase at times and scattered showers are likely, possibly turning heavy or thundery later in the day. Maximum temperatures expected of 18 degrees Celsius. That's 64 degrees Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm back with a full bulletin at 8. Until then, that you told professional drumist. Well, you know, as you know, you talked me out of buying drums the other week. Well, I talked you out, and then I thought, actually. Why has the travel light flashed on? Um, okay, well, that means we've got more listeners. If you've just tuned in because your car is set to uh, uh, the travel channel, well, you know, tough. Really sorry. I don't know how to unset that on my car. So they're stuck. Okay, listen, I've been thinking, the first hour and a half of the show, very, very poor, Catherine. It's not entirely your fault, so don't worry. I would say, like, 85% your fault. So, uh, and it's that kind of raising the eyebrows. What, I've not done anything? That 
I've got an insolent face. I can't help it. That I can't help it. And a sarcastic tone. And you're, now you're you're sucking your lower lip, and now you're biting your lip, and now you're leaning over and giggling. Ah, <laughs> uh, the amount of times I've been told off yeah. in my life yeah. for not saying anything. Okay, well you're doing it now. But and you're doing what's this? What's this? Pushing your chin forward and turning your hand up like it's my I've done nothing face. You look like Woody Allen. Now that's that's rude. What? Ah! <laughs> All I'm saying is just now you're flicking the fingers at me. Couldn't ever do that. You flick the fingers at me. That's well. That's an Americanism. I don't. I will not stand. You won't respond to. I would never do that. Okay. Well, uh, you need to just up your game a bit. Uh, so over over to you. Forget begging for a walk or a biscuit. Not you, but... (laughs) Man's best friend may soon prefer you to just put the kettle on. They won't. They won't. They won't. Why would they do that? A British company has launched a range of premium tea bags for... Dogs. Dogs. You can already get dog beer. Tea bags... always going to happen, wasn't it? Tea bags for dogs. Available in seven varieties, the Woof and Brew Herbal Blends promise perks for your pets, such as better breath and a shinier coat. Oh. Does anyone expect good breath from a dog? I no. think they're the ones who have the lowest bar. Can, can we just say this? Uh, everyone, sorry, you were about 9. to talk 9 for 28 tea bags. What do they taste of? Bone? They taste... Oh, yeah. Bone and marrow. And other dogs... Other dogs' bums. That's what they like, isn't it? Everyone who's got a dog, here's, a, here's some advice for you. Your dog stinks. You don't know it because you're immune to it. Your house smells like... You know when you go into other people's houses that have got dogs and you go, oh, dearie me. That's what your house smells like. Every dog stinks. Every dog owner's house stinks and their cars are flipping disgusting. Even if you've got a rug in the... Oh, those cars, where, where do you buy those cars with, like, cages in the back? A metal grill at the back to house a dog? I think that's something you buy a, a, as an addition. No. Get a cat. Cats clean themselves. Although... Cats, I think, also have a special smell. I don't have any no. animals in the house. Well, you've got two children. Yeah, they've got a special smell. Yeah. But sometimes my mum looks after my sister's cat. It's yeah. over from America at the moment, just on a little bit of a break. The cat? Yeah. You can't bring cats to different countries. Well, it came on its own. What? Yeah. Okay. My sister's due back. But she didn't know when. So she sent the cat on first. And it's uh, lodging with my mother. You actually can't do that? She did it. Did it have to go into quarantine? No, it doesn't have to go in on the way back. It has to go in the way there. That is nuts, Catherine, because yeah. it might have caught uh, rabbies no, in America. it's a house cat. Oh, they don't so have... just It's probably got a bit dusty. They've got, they've got skunks and things over there. Yeah, they have, and possums. She yeah. had a possum in her garage the other day. You can't just send a cat to another country. You can. She did it. Elvis is back. He's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and um, to be honest, I don't know whether it's a different litter tray she's using now, but oh. I have noticed that um, th- there isn't so much of a smell anymore. But there's definitely the a litter. catty smell. It's the litter that smells when they when they uh, urinate or defecate Ooh, on it. Dear. It's the uh, it's the litter. The cats themselves don't smell. Wow. Rabbits don't smell. Their rabbit uh, urine is very acidic. Really Rabbits bitter smell taste. Like grass, don't they? Anyway, what are we talking about? Tea bags. Tea bags for dogs. So I thought this would make a really good phone in. On a bank holiday. Well, I don't think the phones are working because normally we'd have had like hundreds Dennis. of calls now. Where's Dennis? Well, let's not joke about that because what? he's getting um, on a bit. Matt, where are all our friends? Oh eight, oh eight four five nine four double five. Dave Luton, not a, not a sausage. Well, in many ways, that's a blessing. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Not even Jeffrey. Don't 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 open that uh, that can of uh, horny worms. So oh eight four five nine four double five five double five little treats. Well, Tricky Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Tricky Woo? Who was Tricky Woo? Uh, Madam Pomfrey's uh, cat. Who's Madam Pomfrey? She was in all creatures was she a great and small. No, I don't know if I'm thinking of the right person. Mrs. Pomfrey. Um, she had a she had a, um, a 
fluffy dog yeah. in all creatures great and small and she used to feed it all kinds of like chocolates and things which you shouldn't do because that can kill a dog yeah uh, you shouldn't feed a uh, um, not a rabbit what do they call those um birds that quack ducks you shouldn't feed ducks bread no or birds in any way i know that's nuts well now they tell us we've been doing it for 30 years and now they're 40 years and they say suddenly oh yeah don't give them uh, don't give them bread they'll explode and they've got a taste for it now as well yeah they? exactly and if you're feeding your uh, birds now shame on you i do you shouldn't be why because it's bad for them they're they're forgetting how to exist in the wild but they stand outside looking at their birdie watches what walking up and down on my lawn it's tough let them them come on let them dig some worms i think we might have a phone call alice have we got what's the other girl's name louisa lisa yeah have we got a phone call um alice is just talking to them now Ah, that's Can very we talk to them? Yeah. We've got Colin from Dunstable. Oh, oh he, Colin! He, knew he you wanted people to ring in, so he's rung in. Well, put him on. Put him on. It's good because we can say we're doing the big tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, Colin, the home. Of the, the big tour. The home of the big tour, Colin. Hello, mate. Hang on, I'm going to turn the radio down. Yeah. Didn't realise they were going to put me straight. Well, let, I'm not saying we're desperate for callers, Colin, but we ain't got none. Well, there you go. It's a bank holiday Monday. Nobody's awake at this time in the morning, aren't I'm, they? I'm only here because I've used up all of my holiday, and Catherine's here because she forgot to take it off, so... And I don't want to work in August. Don't want to work what? In August. You know, there's another oh. bank holiday in August. Oh, no. If I don't do this one, they're going to make me do that one. Ah, right. So, did you get my tweet last night, Ian? Sorry? <laughs> I tweeted you last Were you the one night. that used the, used the C word? No. No, who are you on Twitter? Colin Huller. Well, what did you That's say? That's you are in real life, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I, just, I just said, shouldn't you be in bed? Oh, oh, was that you? Oh, I saw that, that one. That was me. Oh. It was getting late. It was very late. I couldn't sleep last night. Oh, I see. I couldn't sleep last night. I'm trying to find you. No, I didn't. Who, did, you, did you tweet me? Did I reply to you? No. Are you Nicola Simons? No, so, somebody, um... Um, Gary, someone that you were talking to. Right. He, 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 he said something. Are you Lorraine? No. James Whale tweeted me. You're not James Whale, are you? No. Oh, Colin! Oh, gosh, is that you? Yeah. There we go. Let, 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 so let, hang on. Let's have a little look. We'll make that picture as big as we can. Oh, hang on, you've gone. You've got, uh, you look a little bit like, uh, Charlie Drake. Um, yeah, I suppose I do a bit. You've, you've, you've crashed the computer. Oh, I haven't. You flipping have crashed the computer. Oh, dear. I can't find you now. Oh, God. I think he looks like David Jason. Well. No. A bit. Mm. I wished. Why would you want to look like David Jason? Here we go. 08459 555. Which celebrity do you look like a bit? And, but, and who do you wish you looked more like? I look like Marlon Dingle from Emmerdale. <laughs> and I'm... Yeah, you do. All right. Oh, excuse me. And I wish uh, that I looked like Jose Mourinho from five years ago. Oh. I wouldn't know what he looked like five years ago, anyway. Very, very handsome man. For a short period, he was my gay choice. All right. Um, It's true. Somebody did used to say I looked like Cliff Mitchell (laughs) I'm Cliff Mitchell I thought you were going to say Cliff Richards. Yeah. I'm trying to find the picture of you again. We'll find it and we'll we'll have a good old laugh. Yeah, go on. Don't mind. Oh, okay. Oh, do you want to talk while I'm looking for it? Um, yeah, okay. Um, you talk to Kath. Once upon a time, someone told me I looked like a young Sherry Lungy. 
Oh, Who? Sherry Lungy. She filmed at my school once. She filmed the manageress at my school. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Um, and then someone said, as I got older, someone said, I was out with some younger women and I thought, here we go. And this guy came up to me and he said, uh, you know who you look like? And I was thinking, yeah. Anna Friel or uh, young Sherry Lungy. No, you look like that mum off the BT adverts. <laughs> Oh. I've never been so insulted in my life. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Although she's a very attractive woman. There we go. She's a bit older than me. Yeah, um, what would I say about... You that? look... I know exactly who you look like. Oh. Uh, I've got to think of his name. Uh, the wee fella from It Ain't Our Fault, Mum. Oh, uh, Dom, Dom, yeah, Dom, I know the one you mean. Uh, um, oh. Oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Janet... Janet? Yes. What's hello. the wee fella from It Ain't Our Fop Mum called? Uh, I don't know, but I know exactly who you mean. He, um, he's, he's wee, he's bald, he's got glasses. He looks like Colin in Dunstable a lot, if Colin were wearing a safari jacket. Should I feel sorry for Colin? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. He's also into fossils as well, so... Uh, he's into, oh, I, uh, ammonites and things like that. That's right, Janet. And where do you find them? All over the place. Well, along the Chiltern Ridge is a good idea anyway, isn't it? Yes, it is. And you live in a very beautiful part of that Do you not flint to get fossils? You can find fossils in flint, yes, but I don't... I'm not a napper. You don't find... Because we have quite a lot of flints, and um, I'm doing a, a wall, a flint wall with bricks at the moment, and I'm napping the flints, and I've broken open quite a lot of fossils as I've gone. Yes. Uh, we're taking over the programme, aren't we? So we are. I would like Catherine to tell me who I look like, because Catherine knows who I am. Oh, yes. Well, I now, think... You... Catherine, have a big think. Is this Madam Becky? It's be extremely difficult, isn't it? I think you look a little bit like Stephanie Coles. Right. Oh, no, I... I look... Yes, I will accept Stephanie Cole. I think that's a compliment. And when I saw you, you were wearing a tabard. So, Ian, imagine Stephanie Cole in a tabard. I imagine it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> She's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Very short of things to think of before you get to bed. Don Estelle. Don Estelle, that's it, yeah. No, that's who Janet looks like. <laughs> A.K.A. Lofty. Yeah, that was the fella. That was the fella. Well, that's who do you boy. think Catherine looks like then, Janet? And, um, you know, be honest. Um, I just can't remember. Cat- I can remember. Catherine is extremely attractive. She's the tall Asian lady. <laughs> She is not. She is fair-haired and attractive. She's neither of... (laughs) She's not one of those things. But I find it difficult to think of a fair-haired, intelligent, attractive Uh, lady. A lot of fair-haired ladies, unfortunately, don't have quite as many brain cells as Catherine does. Catherine's got really dark hair. (laughs) The Catherine I'm looking at, who are you? Where's the the real... At the moment, because she's embarrassed. Well, because I've got brown hair, Janet, and I've always had brown hair. Are you thinking of Lorna? No, no, I think uh, oh. it's the fair side of brown rather than the dark side as mine is. Quite. You're right, it's the fair side of brown. Hey, listen, do you want to play the record game? Yeah. Right, uh, that's, um, I was talking to Janet. Oh. <laughs> no, I tell you what, stay there, we're going to get the weather. Janet, Colin, stay there, we'll work out a way you can both play the record game. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Hello there, we've got a bulk of rain coming up from uh, the uh, continent and so we're going to look at some rather heavy pulses at times, perhaps 20 to 30 millimetres altogether, but um, that's mainly affecting uh, western parts, so the further east you are, the less you'll see of that. Um, thicker cloud at times though, some breaks um, this afternoon may give us enough sunshine to get the temperatures up to the high teens, but I think really we're going to be looking at uh, low to mid-teens today. And a cloudy night tonight, some showers around and another uh, area of rain coming in from the east with temperatures down to 11 or 12 degrees Celsius. So we'll probably see some of those showers first thing in the morning and a bit of a cloudy day tomorrow. The best of any sunshine is likely to be in the afternoon. And the rule of thumb for the rest of the week is west is best. So the further east you are, the wetter it's likely to be. That's your latest forecast. Thank you very much. Ooh. Oh, what's that? I don't know. I think it was weather uh, giving Squeaking us the weather. Off. Uh, so we've got Colin from Dunstable. We've got Janet from Ashridge. Yep, I'm here. Hello. Hello. Can't be here for too long because what? I'm stirring rhubarb and ginger jam. Oh, oh my favourite. It's in a minute. So, and I'm assuming you're going to bring some jars in for us to uh, uh, nosh on. Uh, well, if you come anywhere where I am... I'll call I'm the police. <laughs> now, how about coming to the um, garden party oh, in Ashridge yep. House next Sunday, where I'll happily give you one. <laughs> Janet, I you... can't turn down an invitation of that kind. So if, if I come to the garden party, you promise you're going to give me one? I, of course. Are you going to give Are you going to give Catherine one as well? I will give Catherine one as well. What if Justin Dealey comes along? Would you give him one, or is that too much? Uh, I, he can come along because I know him quite well as well. Okay. Well, we'll we'll certainly consider it. You it's can't a garden party. It's a wonderful event, and you will find me on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, will you give me one on the lawn? Uh, not in the way you're in, sir. Okay, <laughs> right, now listen, we're gonna, we got there in the end, Colin, you mucky pup. Now, we're gonna, we're gonna play the record game. I've got 11 records. Go quickly, because that rhubarb jam is no, burning, I, I can smell We've it. got 11 records. The way we're gonna do this is, Colin, I want you to pick a number between 1 and 11, and then Janet's gonna pick one between 1 and 11, then we're gonna add them up, then we're gonna divide them by two, and then we're gonna round up. Sound fair, Catherine? Uh, hmm. Colin, you go first. Three. Okay, Janet, your number. Nine. So that makes... 12. 12. All right, all right. I was, you know, divide it by two, Catherine. Six. Six. That's helping out here. All right, thank you. And then round it up. To what? What do you want to round it up to? Why don't we just stick at six? To the nearest... (laughs) To the nearest full number. Six. Well, it is. Six is a full number, Ian. I don't know if you'd come across that before. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, Janet. Nice one. All right, this hasn't... Right, you, this, you three aren't doing this. Let's do it again. Right, Janet, you go first this time. See if it works better if you go first. You would like us to have different numbers. Seven. OK. Seven. Colin, pick, pick a number. I'll stick to three. Ten. OK, Ten. so divide that by two, Catherine. Divide it? I thought we were doubling it. No, we're dividing it. OK, five. five. And you want us to round it up to six because you don't like... Sing- uh, no, I've, you're right. I want you to round it up to the nearest high num- full number. Six. You don't like six, obviously. Well, you lo- you love six, apparently. No, uh, six is a very good number. Catherine. Yeah. Just put a record on, Hang on. please. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Ian well, enjoys one for us. One, two, five, three, four, five, six. Keep on speaking. You don't want number six. You, <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. Give it, give it a little scrub. 
Oh, yeah. Give it a scrub. You, you chose this, guys. This is not our doing. This is down to Janet and Colin. We will accept the blame. Yes, we, we will. Sure, really. We'll take all the consequences. OK. Don't sound so glum. Enjoy. Thanks. Thank Enjoy you. it. Go and stay your room, Bob. Ta-ta. He says it every time that he gets mad. A regular caution is my old dad, of the old man up the wrong way. But in life you'll hear him say, Gertje, Kelson, Gertje, Gertje. the sound of a peacock. Dad Pop, where did that idea come from? Yeah, I mean, it came from my, my brain. Great choice of song. That was the uh, the the jazz theme from Doctor. Not just the theme from Doctor Kildare. That's the jazz theme. From I wouldn't Dr. want Kildare. any surgeon operating on me with that kind of nonchalant attitude. Well, they'd have a, a, a whiskey in one hand, a fag on, and, uh, and probably... a nurse on the knee. <laughs> oh, nurses! Why why do you tease us so? Why do you tease us so? Gary's in London. Morning, Gary. Morning, boss. Wait, oh, someone's feeling a bit hoarse. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to slide till I get rid of that? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's better. Yeah. Oh, blimey, flipping heck. Well, Gaffer, what are you doing to celebrate um, Jesus uh, rising from the no, cross? No, wrong one. Okay, what are you doing uh, to celebrate the birth of the baby no, Jesus? No, no, wrong uh, one. What are you doing to celebrate uh, Prince George christening day? Uh, no. Is that it? I don't, well, hang on a second, we need to... Um, I think it's just... a reason for today? Yeah, uh, bank, bankers want a day off. Hang on, let's just find out. I, like, my, computer, my computer here will tell us what, uh, what the reason is. Whoopee, it's the Jubilee. It's the Jubilee, according to the computer. So what are you oh, doing right. to celebrate well, the having, Jubilee? I'll be having a street party then. You're beautiful. Good. What do you want? Yeah. But um, I look like a celebrity, and there's one I wish I looked like. Yeah. Oh, yes. I look like Jeremy from the airport. 
Do right. you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or or um or the collector from Toy Story Two, but in human form. Oh, you do. Look, I've met Gary. Yeah. yeah, you do look like the collector from Toy Story Two. Yeah, someone yeah. pointed that out. Yeah, you do. He looks a lot like the collector from Toy Story. And he's Jeremy a Spake. He's a big hairy lad, is what we're trying to say in polite I've way. Beard, I've had the beard trimmed recently. I look a bit nicer. I would say. Well, I, I probably need more than that. I would say okay. um, Pat Roach. Oh, that's no, that. Now that's a compliment. Or giant haystacks. That's not. <laughs> But, but go on, is there someone else you were saying? Yeah, well, there's someone I'd like to look like. Yeah. Justin Dealey. Oh, <laughs> no. We've all, let's be honest, uh, men, we've all got yeah. a man crush on Dealey. But there can I'd be like, only one. Can, yeah. He, do you know where he buys his shades? I'd like to get some. It's probably, um, uh, what's the shop he keeps? Saints. Is there a shop called Saints? He keeps telling me to go to Saints or something. I don't really listen. It's not uh, yeah. Topper's. It's not Toppers, that's a, that's a Barber's for a fiver. Top, top Man. Top Man. I was in Top Man top the man. other day. Or is it Mr. Byright? Is oh, Mr. Byright still going? I was I surprised. Know. I walked past a British Home Stores the other day. I didn't know British Home Stores w- was going. You could be proud of that. And <laughs> I, I've got fond memories of British Home Stores. And I don't know if every branch had this. The lighting department. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Wasn't it? And the breakfast. Well, the, brick, the food was very, very good, but was it, wasn't the lighting department magical? Mm. Full of crystals and lights and shining things and wonderful. Crystals? Well, crystal like lampshades and stuff. Your chandelier, Gary. Bit of oh, chandelier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It was nice, posh. that. It was very posh. Yeah. Gaffer, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. There we go. 08459. Gary sounds gorgeous, doesn't he? 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. They did do good food in British home stores. Mm. And, and I tell you what you don't get, and this may have been in the lighting department, you don't get these anymore in shops. The doorbell department. Oh. You don't get doorbell departments, do you? Well, they'd have a wide array of doorbells, and they'd have doorbells on, like, a, uh, a plank. And you could press them. This one, ding dong. Oh, I'm not sure. And then one that plays Colonel Bogey. My um, doorbell has got an array of different... Possibilities. So it can, we can be quite seasonal. Really? Yeah, we could do Old Lang Syne. We could do Christmassy ones. We could do Happy Birthday to You. Ours goes Ding Dong, or the other. It's only got two settings Ding Dong, or the other one, which my boys love. What's that? Just, I don't know. I think it's written by Brian Eno. Oh, right. It's quite nice. Brian Eno wrote the. Um, you know who Brian Eno is? Uh, yes. From. If you don't know who he is, Pop it makes... Will Eno itself? Eno's. Eno's, that's the important oh, thing. Oh, forget it. It's an interesting fact I was going to give you. Forget it. Forget the fact. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Accident now cleared on the M25 anti-clockwise. All lanes now open. Junction 25 to 24 Enfield through towards Potters Bar. Much lighter than normal. This is Bank Holiday Monday between Junction 21 and 20. The M1 through towards the A41. And a quick check on the sensors around the A5, A6. All looking good. Now reports of delays as you make your way on public transport. They're running a reduced service, a Saturday or Sunday timetable this morning. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Now, now do you feel educated in the ways of being a woman? Moderately. Sorry, hang on a second. Try again. Uh, moderately, now, yes. Now do you feel... Oh, hang on. Let's try this. Now do you feel educated? In what? The ways of being a woman. 
Yeah, it didn't take long, did it? You you know who Brian Eno is? Yes, from Roxy Music, from the Roxy Musics. And he wrote. Du, 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 du. Yeah, I feel safest of all. No, not in. Uh, that's no. He wrote the closing down theme for uh, computers. Proud boast. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Happy European Election Results Days. Did it go the way you wanted to? We'll find out more after the news with Barry Caffrey. He's going to get a punch. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8 o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, gains for UKIP in the elections to the European Parliament, Hertfordshire man guilty to thousands of pounds of benefit fraud and deaths of cats in Stevenage being investigated. BBC Three Counties Radio. The UK Independence Party has emerged as the major winner in the European elections, topping the poll with almost 28% of the vote and pushing the Liberal Democrats into fifth place. With most of the UK's 73 seats now declared, Nigel Farage's party has taken 23, an increase of 10. It's the first time since 1910 that neither Labour nor the Conservatives have won a national election. Nigel Farage said after tonight's result, anything was possible for UKIP. Who's to say in a year's time what UKIP can or cannot achieve in a general election, uh, but it is not completely beyond you know, the bounds of possibility that we could get enough MPs next year to perhaps hold the balance of power in what is likely to be another hung parliament. Well, the Liberal Democrats were the night's biggest losers, failing to hold on to all but one of their seats. Labour secured second place, finishing only narrowly ahead of the Conservatives, but failing to make significant breakthroughs in key battleground areas across the country. The Conservatives, like Labour, have won 18 seats so far, but saw their share of the vote fall. The Green Party came fourth, with three MEPs elected. In other news this morning, Bedfordshire Police said there was a handful of arrests during yesterday's Luton Carnival. One man was arrested for possession of a knife after a man in his 20s received a cut to his face under Telford Way Bridge at around half past four. A man in his 20s was arrested by officers who were in the area. The victim was taken to the Luton and Dunstable Hospital for treatment and later released. Citizens' advice has warned that the number of people struggling to pay their council tax has rocketed to become the most common type of debt problem it deals with. The charity says this had overtaken difficulties with credit cards and personal loans. A man from Hertfordshire has pleaded guilty to illegally claiming nearly £7,000 in housing benefit. Alan Collins from Chapmore End failed to declare that his job seekers allowance had ended and that he changed his address. The 49-year-old was ordered to pay back the full amount and was fined £55. The RSPCA is investigating a number of cat deaths in Stevenage. It believes at least three cats in Tamar Close have been poisoned with antifreeze in recent weeks. Kayleigh Ridings from the charity says the family she spoke to were left incredibly distressed. Their 12-year-old daughter went out into the garden and found their cat, their beloved cat Mitzi, um, who was still alive at that point, um, outside in their front garden. She was very, very poorly, could barely lift her head. The family rushed her to the vets and, and sadly it turned out that she had very serious kidney damage and sadly didn't survive. She died later that day. 
In golf, Rory McIlroy has described the last seven days as a weird week after he came from seven shots down to win the PGA Championship at Wentworth. McIlroy announced he split with his fiancée Caroline Wozniacki on the eve of the tournament and says being on the course gave him four or five hours of sanctuary. It is his first win on European or PGA Tour in a year and a half. And the weather today will see some brighter sunny spells, although cloud will increase at times and scattered showers are likely. It's possibly, raining, mate. It's raining. Possibly turning heavy or thundery well, later on, in the day. It's raining hang now. On. Catherine, you've been outside. Yeah, what, looked out the window. What, so what is it? Raining. Barry, do you want to apologise? It's raining. Thank you very much indeed. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. Uh, I like the old park where you've got a lot of nice green trees, nice park. Yeah, nice. I like it up that park. It's all about where you live. If you smile at somebody, they'll tend to smile back at you, so it's quite nice. A friendly area. And all this week, we're featuring Dunstable. It's not as big as other places, but it's quite like a community feel. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Kath's here. She's brought a theme with her. <laughs> I would love to know what is going on in houses around the Three Counties where they've got out of bed and have put the radio on and thought, I'll have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, something, uh, a nice easy wake up. You know someone is, you know there is a, um, a man in his early 50s who's just got out of bed and he's dancing around for his wife. To be honest, I'm fighting the urge myself. Should we let the, should we let the man dance for his wife? Here we go. <laughs> I didn't know this put that oh, don't, take the sock off I didn't know that this was a real song this is on one of the records we brought in and Kath found it it's labelled the stripper could it be oh yes it's actually a good bit of music yeah. imagine the guy that wrote it uh, well, he, he probably called it the stripper, but how demeaning that your song is now used by women in their early 40s who are trying to support either drug habits or children. Oh, they should bring it back. I don't think they're using this anymore. No, you're they're right. using dirty, bumpy, oh, grindy music. Dear. They should bang this one on. You make a very good point. This down stringies would really... Go uh, down a treat. Wouldn't it? They're not allowed to do that. Boing. There you go. And you go around with a pint glass. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? What a great piece of music. 08459 555. It's uh, European Election Result Day. We're also asking who do you look like and who would you like to look like? Uh, and if you could adopt any celebrity baby, who would it be? Who did you go for? Gene Wilder. And I've gone for uh, little Stevie Wonder. Oh. I'd have had him as a child as well. Well, he's a moneymaker. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the European election results have been coming in overnight. UKIP were confident that they would win the majority. He's a moneymaker. Yes, he is. UKIP were confident that they would win the majority of UK seats up for grabs. Patrick O'Flynn is UKIP's Director of Communications. Morning, Patrick. 
Good morning, Ian. Yours. I must just ask, did you uh, choose that uh, piece of music no. deliberately for a man who's had three hours sleep <laughs> and a slightly sore head? We, <laughs> to, to be honest, with, the show today is a little bit, um, how can I say this, loose. A mess. It's, right. it's a mess. And uh, we put this on, we weren't <laughs> sure what it was, and then we saw you were coming on, so I apologise. Uh, you're also the party's lead MEP candidate in the East of England yes. constituency. Did you win a seat in the European Parliament then? No, yes, I did. I was fortunate enough to be the first of the seven MEPs elected for the East of England last night. Well, congratulations on that. Thank uh, you. Do you find out before everyone else, do you kind of get a, a little cheeky phone call saying, Patrick, we can't say too much, but get the champagne in? Well, what happens, the returning officer gathers all the candidates in a huddle and goes through the results very briefly before they're announced on the stage. So all the candidates got... Uh, uh, a little sneak preview just before the announcement, yes. Okay. What difference do you think UKIP will actually make in the European Parliament, Patrick? Well, um, we're, we obviously have been there before. We've sort of approximately doubled our numbers now, and uh, we set out a very clear prospectus in this election that we're going there to try and get Britain out of the European Parliament. Uh, there was some criticism during the campaign that some of the UKIP MEPs haven't taken part in as many votes as they should, uh, and I think the new cohort will have to take advice about that, because clearly where there's another power grab going on from Brussels, and they seem to come thick and fast, uh, there's a strong argument for saying that we must be there to block that because that's very much part of our agenda as well. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there, yeah. Um, I'm obviously a rookie in this, and yeah. uh, one of the one of the other UKIP MEPs for the East of England, Stuart Agnew, uh, is a sitting MEP, so he served a term as uh, one of the highest attendance and voting records of any British MEP. So I'll be seeking his advice, because w- what, what I've got to get the balance right is uh, being there sufficiently to block the power grabs without becoming part of the furniture, without going native, as it were. That's all you can do, though, isn't it, Patrick? All you can hope to do is is block. Can you make any actual positive changes? Well, as far as I'm concerned, the whole construct of the European Union is not in the British national interest. So, ultimately, positive significant change means leaving the European Union. But at the margins we can certainly work on things like the common fisheries policy or competition policy to try and make sure the British national interest is uh, is less harmed than it is at the moment. Uh, and the predictions for the general election, uh, do you really think you can make any difference in the general election? Well, I think we can, and it's a combination of the uh, great results uh, in the European elections, you know, topping the poll, uh, but also thinking back to those local election results on Thursday and indeed the county council elections the year before, where we have got those clusters of councillors. We've now got concentrations of support, which, as you know, under the first past the post Westminster system, which punishes parties who support is too evenly spread. Uh, that's really important, but we've got that now, and we've got plenty of it going on in the eastern council in particular. Well, Patrick, listen, I know you've got a busy day. You've got lots of uh, interviews to do. Congratulations on your result. You must be very pleased. It's Patrick O'Flynn, UKIP's Director of Communications, also now an MEP, uh, no longer a candidate. He's an actual proper MEP. And, uh, well, who knows? Who knows what... uh, theme they should use uh, because they have themes they have songs don't they mm-hmm. uh, political parties yeah. i'm just thinking the stripper might be a good one <laughs> just think because everyone got hey they're fun guys and they get like proper old-fashioned strippers out uh, you 
Step, um, bridge too far? I think maybe a little bit, yeah. You chose a record, what have you chosen? Yeah, but you, I found some belters since then. Oh, King of the found? Road, Roger Miller, yeah. the Everly Brothers, Crying <laughs> in the Rain. Um, what I particularly like about this record is that someone's written her name on it. Oh, Kathleen no. Davis. Can I just put, you just you did just hand me a record that you said looked so awful that I kind of thought, well, that actually looks brilliant. The but Trombones it, one. It's Trombones Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> what a name for a group. I wonder what they're going to sound like. Uh, and they've done The Loving Spoonful Daydream. The Loving Spoonful Daydream by an unlimited number of trombones. Wow. Can we have a little listen? Unfettered brass. This is good. This is going to be either awful or... Uh, How long are we giving it? 15? 15 minutes. Oh, oh no. baby. This is wonderful. Someone bought this. Well, I did eventually. I w- wouldn't say there were an unlimited number of trombones. I can hear two. Hang on. I think they might be building to drop the bass. Oh! <laughs> he missed his part. Cheeky. Was it only one take they had in the studio? A stifled trombone. Let's just, just get one more little chorus and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll pull it off, shall we? I've, I've not been logging my songs. This is, this is, I think, my favourite record I've ever heard in my life. And I've listened to Sgt Pepper's. Hang on. It's only about three, aren't they? Oh. What the hell is that? It's an ice cream bag. <laughs> Let me get that. There we go. Okay, that's, um, that was a lot of fun. Now, Uh-oh. the thing with records I've discovered is they're really, really tough. You can do... When I was a kid, oh, I've got to be so careful with records. You can do anything. Look, I'm going to throw this record. You're scared to. Oh, I don't like to throw people's belongings. Throw this. Ow. Oh, gosh. Go on, throw it. What a limp throw. <laughs> Actually, it's quite good frisbee, isn't it? What would you like to play? You can't uh, play that one. Right, no, but, that one. You can't play that one. That one I gave you, where got is the... it? Oh, I threw it. Oh, oh you want this one? Right, here we go. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. What are we talking... Where are you going? Just picking this up. I can't leave it on the floor. Tell them what we're talking about, because people think that we've just thrown this nonsense together. Um, car confusion, call me now. No, it's not... <laughs> who do you look like? Who would you like to look, look like? like? Um, and... Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. And anything you want, to be honest. A little treat you give to your dog. Apparently they make um, dog tea bags now. Does your dog already drink tea? Is that a thing? Do they need specialty? The way she moves her hips up to her fingertips, I feel I'm heaven bound. And when she starts to sway, I've got to say, she really moves the grass around. Rock, a hula baby, rock, a hula baby, got a hula loop from the Honolulu, that rock a hula baby of mine. Although I love to kiss my little hula miss, I never get the chance, I want to hold her tight. All through the night, but all she wants to do is dance. Rock, a hula baby, rock. A hula baby got a hula loop 
from Honolulu to Laguna, baby, am I? The rush. It was a frenzy. Well, uh, he was either a rocking his cajulies uh, off, <laughs> or he was um, taking a load of speed pills because he had to lose weight for oh, a Las Vegas no, concert. Oh no, not Elvis. Elvis is funny, isn't it? it, it it's odd that he's someone so. I mean, what a man full of conflict and uh, um, oxymorons and paradoxes. Uh, completely against drugs, uh, against drug use, but was a massive drug addict. Because he thought it was, because it was prescription, he thought it was okay. Because the doctor gave it to him. The doctor working class thing of if the doctor he, gives it, she must be good. He, um, uh, you know, he was. Um, I think he was. Was he a member of the FBI, Elvis? Well, that's what happened. I heard all this stuff yeah. after. I mean, yeah. obviously after because he was born. He died about four days after I was born. Isn't that? Whoa! Have you been questioned by the police? Not yet, but I just think that there's probably only room in in the world for one. Swinging pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! No, he was. He got. Uh, he was like high on speed pills, diet pills. That's a shame. And he goes, "Oh boy, I'm going to go and meet President Nixon." And he just t- rocked up at the White House at like at two o'clock in the morning. President Nixon was there, and he said, oh, uh, uh, "I don't know how Nixon speaks." Elvis, can I do anything for you? I want to be a federal drug agent for the FBI. Yeah. Okay, I'll sort that out for you, TC. Go on, sir. And he gave him, um, he gave him like an FBI badge and made him an honourable member of the FBI in the hope that he would go away. <laughs> Just go away. His- and that, there's a brilliant picture of Elvis receiving this award, this badge, whilst he's wearing a cape. He's got a cape on. Oh, I'm, Superhero. I don't mean a chicken. Oh. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, who's this, uh, Matt? Hello. Good morning, Matt. Uh, Ian, I'm very disappointed with you this morning. And it's mate. so lovely to talk to you. Well. <laughs> Happy bank holiday. Yeah. What are you uh, doing to celebrate the bankers having a day off? Well, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, go back to Chris Evans. You sound Sorry? more like Chris Evans than Chris Evans. Then why would you go back to Chris Evans if I sound more like Chris Evans than Chris Evans? That's crazy well, you, talk. You show this morning was absolutely been rubbish. So, oh. Well, well, hang on. What? Okay, You're let's. You're all talking a lot of balderdash. Oh, I was yes for a second. Matt. And you never told me who, who sang Manic Mondays. Who, who was it? Well, I'm not going to tell you now you've been rude. Bangles, Matt. Matt, Thank you. what's Thank been... You. Listen, um, I agree, Matt. Today's show has been awful. Yeah. Can I ask well, you a question? you've can- no news. You've told us nothing was going on. Can I... Uh, all right, there was a baby that's been taken by social services because it hasn't got a name. Chris Evans, too. Well, that, you could call it that. I suppose it's a suggestion. Matt, what do you think... What have you noticed... Yes. ...that's inherently different about the show today? Why do you, you haven't given a set, you haven't discussed any no, no. news. Like there is one specific, there is one specific, very, very obvious change to the setup of the show today. What is that? Well, it's the, the records. No, great. no, 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 no. There's, I'm, 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 there's, a, there's an answer I'm thinking of, Matt. There is one specific person in uh, the studio with me today who isn't normally in my studio. Yes. Who is that? I don't know. Her name? 
Well, it's Catherine. I, I, I only know Kelly. I love Kelly. Kelly's not here. She's, Kath- she's Alice is on the phone and she's doing a cracking job. Kath- have you noticed, Matt? Yeah. Catherine is in the studio with me and is hosting. I'm not even going to say co-hosting. She's hosting the show with me. Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah, but she's right. quite good. Right. Right. She's quite good. Right. There you go. Thank right. you, Matt. No, keep out of this for a second because <laughs> the sh- you're saying the show's rubbish. The only inherent structural difference is that Catherine Boyle is presenting the show ipso facto. Well, no, what no, you're no. saying is no, Catherine no, no, is no, rubbish. No, no, that no, no content. So you're not taking any of the blame nope. as usual. Nope, not taking any of the blame. You've noticed, Matt. In fact, I'm going yes, for a week. I, have, I, have. I know, Ian. Anyway, Ian, carry on with the week. music. He's gone. Alice, put the kettle on. Carry on with the music. I love that. The, the, the music's great. Do you like Dwayne Eddy? I've got, a, I've got one oh, here that goes... Dwayne Eddy's my favourite. I've got the Ballad of it's Paladin. Right. No. No? And you know who's asking who was in the Paladin film on the TV, the series? Ask him who the star of the Paladin series on TV. I don't know, because he's got... There's Richard Boone, it was. Oh. Richard Boone. What, what else was he in? Eh? What else was he in? Because I don't know him. He was in a couple of war films, like The Guns of Navarone. Oh, yeah. In. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, I, 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 I was a bit upset today. There's no news, there's no local news. No, do you know what? I'm looking in the papers and it's all boring, Matt. I mean, I, what yeah, can I tell you? Well, the papers are boring anyway. That's why I tune into Ian every morning. Well, I'm sorry we've let you down today, but... <laughs> But yeah. There's... So you're going to play Dwayne Eddy then? Well, am I might. I've got Ballad of Paladin, or I've got uh, the Wild Westerner. No. Do you know Ballad that one? Ballad of Paladin. Right. Is it? How does it go? Um, oh my God. Let me have a go. I'll see if I can make his record player work. Oh. <laughs> right. Here we go. Okay. Still with me, Matt? Yes, still with you. Right, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Dwayne Eddy, Ballad of Paladin. Goes like. I can't remember it.
absolute guff. I leave I you don't to know, talk but to. I feel like roping me a steer. <laughs> I leave you to talk to one grumpy old man for five minutes, and you go and kill the show. No, no, you left me talking to the delicious Matt. No, oh, okay. And he did a bit of singing. Listen, the reason that um, there's no content is is partly because um, Boyle's let, let everyone down. I wasn't in on Friday. Oh, look what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow show. Oh, oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna, gonna be so be good. good. It's not a good show. It's a hot show, baby. Today's show. Oh, that's tepid. Anyway, what are you doing listening to the radio? She'll be out enjoying the rain. Brides dash to Asda in wedding dress. And mm. she looks the sort with the greatest of respect. Well, see what I mean? I wouldn't dash. I'd, well, yes, I think. A bride stunned shoppers by visiting... Oh, dear. What did she do? What did she do? What was she buying? Have a guess. Um. Booze. Oh, no. A bride stunned shoppers by visiting a supermarket in her wedding dress to stock up on alcohol for the reception. Anna Savory, 39, but old to be getting married. It could be her second, let's not judge. Went to an Asda in Cumbran, South Wales. Tidy. Straight out of day in the knot with husband James, 26. Oh, younger man. The newlyweds are inviting guests. What? Stop that. To the bride mother's house after the ceremony and needed to buy drinks for the evening. Oh, they're doing on the cheap. Mrs Savory said, Asda was shutting in 45 minutes, so I didn't have time to go and change. People were smiling and asking for photos. I felt like a celebrity. Because <gasps> that's what celebrities do, is they run around in a wedding dress buying, buying booze. cheap booze, don't they? That's exactly what they do. <gasps> oh, dear. Where was the best man? That's his job, isn't it? He should be so- sourcing the booze. Exactly. I, uh, we had, uh, at my wedding, we had uh, a paid-for bar. Paid-for by me. Oh, but I'd set the limit. I'd set a limit. Five pounds uh, each. No, I'd, it was quite, it was it was overly generous. I think we got some money. Anyway, I'd set the limit, and I'd set a limit a little bit lower than I was prepared to go because I wanted I wanted the uh, head of the bar to come over to me and say, tap me on the shoulder, and say, oh, <laughs> what happened there? Uh, I wanted the head of the um, uh, that's my wife texting me saying, don't tell this story. It's not even a story. This is one of those stories that if I heard someone say, I'd say, oh, good story. But I've started now. <laughs> I know what it is. It. I guess I've, I can guess the end. Alice, is everything all right? Mm-hmm. Is the kettle broken? Um, no. <gasps> what? My father-in-law uses that line. Well, no, I just, well, I just wondered. You, t- you... OK, let me just say what happened, right? Yeah. Catherine was uh, bitching about you off I air. was not. Yes, you were. <laughs> yep. She was bad mouth. You know the way the girls can be? They're oh, really nasty. Oh, yeah. It's just girls. Catty, unpleasant. Oh, well... Where's my cup of coffee, like? Oh, there we go. There's my accent. <laughs> Alice Gossip's a right pain in the bum. She ain't made me no coffee for like an hour. And I flipping here to her. I'm going to take her out into the car park. And when you finish wiping float with Caffrey, I'm going to rip her hair out and take her glasses off and poke her in eye. Does that sound like me? Sounds like something only Kath would say. I'm going <laughs> to give her such a good whooping. She will go oh, back to travel with tail between her legs. And she'll be um, talking about congestion on M1 for the rest of life. One don't join in and uh, all because all because you didn't make a cup of coffee now listen I don't mind I mean if you we've had so many calls I've been answering them I see and uh, can I just one one tip please (laughs) please don't encourage Matt from Luton anymore I mean we we have a password when Matt calls we have a a saying at this at this show when Matt calls in he don't go on air it's It's not really a saying is it (laughs) (laughs) it's a rule Um, I wasn't aware of said rule but noted if you're going to make one I will have one milk one sugar but if you're not going to make one that's uh, as a woman that's your your right to say no i'm all right i don't want one 
No, don't do that, because when we play, when we go to um, Caffrey, who, by the way, Caffrey's probably his last two bulletins coming up. Dead man he's, walking, he's, guys. He's quite um, buff, you know. Dead man walking, guys. I'm going to be in my car. <laughs> Uh, when Caffrey's news come on, she'll be like, oh, why'd you have to go and tell her all that for? I hate you, and I'm never going to speak to you ever again, but I like you really, so I'm going to. But what account am I making no coffee? Did you see some men no coffee? Where am I from now? Biker Grove. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, so the man tapped me on the shoulder. All right. Sir. Do you want to play a bit more? Oh, yes, I'll be Lord Bountiful. Everyone will think yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not as tight as I really am. I, I, I went... Good story. Yes, Put it on the card. You are such... Text from Colin. You can read it to us if you want to. Alice, we'd like to hear more of your voice. Sure. Um, Colin texted us in, saying... Texted us. Texted Texted. us. He sent sent, uh, sent us some texts. Yep, he did that. Um, and what did it say? He said about the stripper song, yeah. the one we had earlier, always reminds him of the more... How he met his wife. <laughs> Sorry. Is that the only text we've had in? No, we've had other ones as well. What have they said? Rude. Um, someone said, Catherine reminds me of a young version of Joanna Lumley from Helen. <laughs> Catherine's not blonde. Where has this myth started that you've got nice, lustrous blonde hair? And She's Rob stilling. said, Ian's Ron Corbett sounds like JVS. <laughs> oh, well, I'll take that. I can take that and adapt it. Thank you very much indeed. We've had three texts. Oh, and we've had another really oh. good one, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, go on. Stephen Redbourne. <laughs> Don't rubbish the show. I'm loving it. I've been listening since the start. And what's interesting, dear listener... He you will, never listens. You, what's, in, <laughs> what's interesting is Alice was acting that out with defiant street gestures. Yeah. The shrug of the shoulders, the wave of the arm, the leaning on one arm with the other one up in the air. One can only imagine what it's like when it gets a busy traffic day. I'm just creating an atmosphere for you guys. Are you missing the traffic? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Are you missing Justin Peterson? Uh, sure. <laughs> You know. Okay. Didn't he sound keeps, that. He keeps telling people that I'm going to make them cakes, so he's got me in trouble with you guys well, and with. Uh, to be honest, Nick. you've been making the eyes at me all morning that say I'm going to make you a coffee. Oui, la coiffe. In your pas de coffee. Dans la chambre. Right, let's. I've got. Can we have a little bit of professionalism, please? And that's going to come from Mr. Peterson now. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There was a broken down on the Grafton Street northbound in Milton Keynes. Now being cleared northbound just around East Stowbridge roundabout anti-clockwise M25. Returning to normal uh, just basically a little bit lighter really 21 to 20. A5 on the sensors A1M all looking good and public transport. Well disruption free but do take note they're running a reduced timetable for the bank holiday period. Maybe a Saturday or Sunday timetable. Justin Peterson BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the headlines at half past eight, I'm Barry Caffrey. The UK Independence Party has emerged as the major winner in the European elections, topping the poll with almost 28% of the vote and pushing the Liberal Democrats into fifth place. The Liberal Democrats were the night's biggest losers, failing to hold on to all but one of their seats. Labour secured second place, finishing only narrowly ahead of the Conservatives, but failing to make significant breakthroughs in key battleground areas across the country. In other news this morning, Bedfordshire police said there were a handful of arrests during yesterday's Luton Carnival. One man was arrested for possession of a knife after a man in his 20s received a cut to his face under Telford Way Bridge yesterday afternoon. 
A five-month-old boy who hasn't been given a Christian name by his parents is to be placed up for adoption after a High Court judge at a family court in Watford highlighted concerns about his father's hostility to social workers. Mrs Justice Parker decided that the baby should be taken into care after being told how his father had assaulted one social worker and threatened to kill another. In cricket, stand-in captain Owen Morgan offered no excuses for England's 157-run defeat by Sri Lanka in the second one-day international, describing it as one of the worst performances he's been a part of for England. The series is now tied at one all after they were bowled out for just 99, their lowest ODI total since 2001. And the weather today will see some bright or sunny spells, although cloud will increase at times. Scattered showers are likely, possibly turning heavy or thundery later in the day. Maximum temperatures of 18 degrees Celsius, 64 degrees Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Well done. Are we still on? Yeah, j- well, just about. We've got who's coming on at nine? St- Stephen Allen. Stephen Allen. You have to emphasize the mm. Because he's he st- not Steve Allen. Well, is he? Is he st- because I heard him on uh, LBC the other night, and I, I know he does radio elsewhere, and he's, he's a very entertaining chap. You're, you're, you're in for a treat from he's nine. He's lovely, o'clock. and he's charming, and he's polite. But I, I've never seen his name written down. Steve N. Allen. So is it Stephen Allen or Steve, initial N, yes. Allen? Yes. That's confusing, isn't yeah. it? That's going to confuse... Especially if he called himself Stephen N. Allen. Stephen that would sound like a double Stephen act. Allen. Stephen, Stephen and Allen. Allen. Stephen and Allen. Stephen and Allen. Stephen and Allen. Like Ant and Deck. Well, no, no, you misunderstood me. Stephen N. Allen. Like Flanagan and Allen. You remember those from your youth. Oh, why is that about? <laughs> Don't, because I'm, I'm turning 41. Um, now. In like a week. <gasps> two weeks. What do you want for your birthday? Um, my life back. <laughs> I can't give you. I that. want my life back. I'm so flipping old. Mm-hmm. Speaking of old, um, uh, flowers. Yes. Don't think about it too much. What's happening to us in, in the world of flowers? Oh yeah. Big flowery news. If you're fans of us, and if you're fans of flowers, well, stay tuned. Floral fans, listen up. And if you're a fan of fl- flowers, if you like a flower display, yeah, there we go. You know, show flowers that show off. Flowers very, very uh, the, the time. <laughs> We need some music. We need some music for flowers. Not just flowers that sit there in a vase and just die slowly. No. This is flowers who come out with an exuberant bang. Do it again. Right. Yeah. There's a gladioli. Put the pint glass down. I've got no more change. Right. So go on, what's happening? There's a church in Bourne End. Oh, this is inappropriate music. They won't mind. Okay. There's a church in Bourne End where yep. they're celebrating life through the medium of. Flowers. 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 And they're going to be celebrating our Radio Academy win through the medium of... <laughs> flowers. That's nuts. But how are they going to... Se- is it going to be an abstract piece? I think so. I don't think they're going to be recreating... They haven't oh. got enough flowers to do your arms. Never mind your whole body. In the world. That would it, cost a bomb. You don't, not See how all, expensive bouquets are now. You don't need to have... Um, if you notice pictures of people, you don't always see their arms. Yeah. Okay, well, there could be something creative they could do to um, save on peonies. But they're going re- <laughs> to—they're going to represent us in, in through the medium of flowers. How? Well, it's wonderful. To find out, go to the Church of Saint John the Evangelist, Born dot com, and I think it's the sixth and seventh of June. But okay. I've forgotten my post it. We'll talk about it more in the run up to the big day. We're going to send people there. Yeah. I mean, I'm busy then. That's a shame. 
455 555 is the phone. I think it's a great honour. No, I, I think it's been, wonderful. I've never been immortalised or, or anything like that. Well, you won't be immortalised. You'll, you'll be left about three weeks tops. Three weeks. <laughs> three weeks I, of immortality. I, do we know the person who's behind this? Because this is genuinely a wonderful, wonderful thing. Laura Pitson is the one who called me. Laura Pitson Frey. Morning, Laura. But I think it's a committee. I think that it was a joint decision. It's not just wow, her. That's insane. I know. Of all the things they could do. We have got to... Right, and we've got to back, get behind this 90%. By 90%, I mean, I can't go. Yeah. But the, the we can send a photo. They said that'd they, be enough. I think they thought it'd be better if you didn't go. Oh. Bong. We, uh, we have to support this a lot because I want my floral display to be the best floral display in that church in Bourne End. Yes. I want it to... Is, there a pri- is it up for a prize? Because uh, if it wins, then someone's going to have to make a cake to uh, commemorate the winning of the floral display that was to commemorate the winning of the Radio Academy Award. I don't know how these things work in uh, floral festivals, no. but I imagine there'd be a rosette, if not um, just bragging rights. Have you ever been to one of those vegetable parties? Uh, no. You know which when, ones? You know when you go to a church hall, yes, and the men have got um, like their huge turnips marrows. Out. Yeah, they've got their marrows. Whap their marrows out on the table. Or they've, they've they've got out a couple of shallots. Mm. Um, and you go, have you ever been to one of those? They're amazing. In fact, sometimes I walk past a church hall and they've got one on. I went to something similar at Posh Janet's. You know Ashridge? Yeah. That's where she does her uh, volunteering. Now, Posh Janet, who, who doesn't like me, but then sometimes likes me? Yeah. OK. Yeah. No, I think she likes you. I think it's other Janet that hates you. Oh, OK. There are two Janets. Yeah, I think there's other Janet. But those, those competitions are weird. And people go around and hmm, yes, mm, very nice, very nice onion. Hmm, yes. Oh, yeah, this is the best, this is the best onion. Yes. Who will get a rosette for it. Yeah. What a weird world to be involved in. Does yeah, it... and yeah, I imagine it's quite kind of strangely addictive. And uh, th- there should be a documentary about it. There should be a documentary about it. Wow, you've just had an idea for something that you can go and do yourself. No, I'm no not doing it. You from... can do it. You've got a camera. You should use it. <laughs> I've got a camera. Flipping heck.
I'm starting to wake up now with, with barely 20 minutes of the show to go. Yeah, a bit it's, late. It, well, it is, it is a little bit late. If you were tuned... By the way, happy European election results day. We're allowed to... There was a weird umbongo on the uh, European elections in that we weren't broadcasters, and it was all of them, Sky, BBC, ITV. We weren't allowed to talk about um, which way you had voted... Or, or even the, encourage you to vote. Or we, we're not allowed to encourage you to vote on the day of the election, which is weird. But the European election, which was on Thursday, we were only allowed to talk about it from 10 o'clock last night. Because, get this, guys, we might influence the Italians. The Italians were the last ones to finish voting. Very suggestible, are they? Well, they're, well they're, who knows? But we weren't allowed to talk about it in case we somehow influenced the Italians on their vote. Isn't that weird? So we had, or we, we didn't have them, but they were available. The exit polls, you know, where there's like a do-good going, can I just ask who you voted for? Oh, thank you, Kip, thank you. We weren't allowed to allude to the exit polls. We weren't allowed to allude to which way we thought it was going to go. We couldn't do anything like that. Mm. What a stu- I think we should get out of Europe just to avoid that nonsense. What a stupid rule. You may say that. Others say it's a really important important tool for encouraging greater understanding no, fostering relationships. I think that it, it takes away the power from us here in Britain if we're not allowed to talk about the elections that we've been involved in until the Italians have finished their elections. Oh, the Italians. I think if we pulled out of Europe, we could talk about all the elections that we had before the Italians, and it would probably be better for this country. And we could still establish voting links with other European countries. I mean, look at Norway and Sweden. Yeah. They still have uh, voting link. Oh, hang on, I'm doing the UKIP argument, aren't I, about um, trade? Yes. Flip. Make your own party. Did you vote, Alice? Yes. Did you enjoy it? Yes. It's f- I, voting's fun, I like it. I kind of get a little bit... I feel like uh, a grown-up when you go in there. I got a well done from the person. He said, more people of your generation should be here today. What's he saying? What, what girls in their early 30s? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's taken a dark turn, hasn't it? Awkward. How long I'd is leave she, it out. How, when does she go back to travel? Um, well, I mean, soon, if you don't stop haranguing her. She's not up for a permit, is she? She's not going to get a permit here, a is permit. she? Permanent gig. Okay. I quite fancy She that. can hear me! Why don't you tell... Why don't you remind me she can hear me? Just turning your face away doesn't take you to camera too. Do you know I don't, I don't... When I can't see someone, I don't remember that they're there. Right. It's hard. She's there. Kath's really doing my nutting. Oh, she's oh, down! No. You've got to remind... Oh, no. I need to keep you both in my vision. You're in my periphery. So, um, Alice. Yes. Would you like a permie? Uh, yes. Catherine, do you think she's going to get a permie? I would like her to. What about all the other work experience boys and girls we've had? I don't like them as much. Hello. I can see you. I know. I'm, that was actually meant for you no, to No, I know. I'm, I'm saying as in... Hello. She's you're different. In my, she's different. You're in my uh, top 20 WEs that we've had. <laughs> top 20? Yeah. You remember 20? Well, I mean, we've had you're in the top twenty. That's quite a lot of no. I mean, for you to remember yeah. that many individual WEs, just remember their names or their faces. We had thirty. We've had thirty that have come. So to make the top twenty is what? a real. We haven't. Where's, where's Catherine gone? I have no idea. I didn't think she's. Oh, she's behind me. <laughs> that Alice uh, has disappeared fast, hasn't she? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give it us is. a call. There's literally nothing no, keep, in the newspapers. I keep opening the papers. You know, in the way that a jilted lover checks their phone and no one is giving me anything. How? I hear something. How is Emma Watson worth £30 million? Pounds? I'll tell you how. Go on. Sheer luck. It is amazing. Did you watch those first Harry Potter films? No, because I'm... They were I'm, all... Rub- I'm sorry. I'm a They were up. all kind of rubbish actors. It yep. was like watching a school play. Yeah. 
But, you know, once you're on that franchise bandwagon, you're allowed 30, to grow within the role. She's in the top 150 British rich... She's on the rich list, the Times rich list. Could have been me. She's made a few rubbish films. Should have been me. Well, it, it wasn't. Well, could have been anyone. Well, it couldn't have been. My uh, granddad wanted me to apply to be Tracy Barlow. That's a true story. <laughs> oh, really? That's a true story. That was in the back of a newspaper, probably the Manchester Evening News. Hey, Pete, why don't you put our Catherine in for Tracy Barlow? She can talk. Hey, put our Catherine in my, for Barlow. My dad said something to the effect of over my dead body. Isn't it funny, when you talk about um, your uh, wasteland, your teenage wastelands, yes. your home, your... Uh, no, I moved here when I was ten. All right. Isn't it funny, when you talk about your uh, family... Yes. ..you become more common and more northern. <laughs> You really do. You, you, I'm just you, doing the voices. You get in touch with your filthy working class roots. Wow. Um, yeah, I was just doing the voices, just to take you to that um, small two up, two down terraced living room. My granddad eating his Pontefract cakes. So that's that's that page. The rest of it, this is the express. UKIP, then there's that um, the fruitcake who killed loads of people in the States. Ah, here we go. Here's a fun story. Fun story. I've not oh. read it. It's, it's a fun story. Judge refuses to jail thief who preyed on victims of... No, that's not a fun story. No. This one is... Beckham boys have fun at the hockey while Posh stays at home. Good for them. This He's is probably by, doing the ironing. This is by Giles Shudder. There's a picture of the Beckham and the boys having fun. The Beckham. It's a weekend scene familiar in millions of households. Dad is off to the match with the boys and mum stays at home to bake. It actually says that. So while David Beckham took his three sons to watch the ice hockey, Victoria made cupcakes with daughter Harper to make America's Memorial Day. The ex-England football captain sat enthralled with Brooklyn 15, Romeo 11 and Cruz 9 as they cheered the Los Angeles Kings. Looking effortlessly, effortlessly stylish in Kings jerseys, the boys saw them beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3 in a nail-biting game. And it's good because the eldest son, as we all know, works for £2.26 in a coffee shop mm. and it's great to see that he's living a normal uh, lifestyle. He well does a done. bit for Burberry as well, doesn't he? Or is that the little one? They do modelling, yes, and yeah. they're multi-millionaires. That's great. Um, 08459 455 555. There's literally nothing in the papers. It's all um, guff. It's all really, really dull and boring and... Ugh. We can go back to the original phone-in. Go on. Celebrity Babies, which one would you have? You can get a Prince George doll look-alike. Sells for £1,650. You'd have to be pretty determined to want this. What is this? It looks like a waxwork of uh, Winston Churchill in a grump. So you want... A baby... Celebrities should have as babies. We've gone for Stevie... I've gone for Stevie Wonder because you're Wilder. a money spinner. Yeah. Jim Wilder. Mm, I mean... Life would always be fun. He says the funniest things. But he doesn't. Oh. It's only when he's acting. I saw him being interviewed on uh, the Wogan show. Yeah. Uh, when Wogan had a thrice-weekly um, mid-evening chat show. Mm. It was the most awkward, uncomfortable interview I've ever seen in my okay, life. can I switch babies then? No. Can I switch babies? We can't just get rid of a baby because you don't like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any children. You can get rid of them because they're not amusing. You can't do that. I think that's a rule. Is it? Yeah. I want... my wife. Um, the youngest one's not been up to scratch. Do you know who I'd love? Go on. Who I would love? Bonnie Langford, baby. Oh, my... Bonnie Langford, baby. I, I had to check myself. I met Bonnie Langford once, and here's something, dear listener. Really, really sexy. Yeah. Really sexy. There's something about her. You go, oh. Um, she knows... I think it's because she knows what the score is. Yeah, she knows the score. She's a kind of... In fact, there aren't that many child actors who grew up OK. Bonnie Langford is one. She could have She could have gone massively wrong, couldn't she? I think she? she's the only one. Let's have a think while we listen to the weather, shall we? Yeah. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Hello there, we have an area of rain pushing up from the continent today, so fair amount of uh, rain, probably 20 to 30 millimetres altogether, um, worse probably to the west of the region, and a thicker cloud at times, if we do get any breaks we could have temperatures up to the high teens, perhaps even low 20s, but probably under that cloud only really making it to the low to mid teens. Tonight though, a cloudy night, some showers around and uh, some rain coming in from the east, so we'll probably have a few more showers from that at first thing in the morning. Temperature is down to about 11 or 12 degrees Celsius and then tomorrow quite a cloudy day generally a few showers around the best of any sunshine in the afternoon and temperatures reaching about 15 or 16 degrees Celsius and for the week ahead the further east you are the uh, the wetter it's going to be but generally speaking quite a cloudy grey week that's your latest forecast Roberto Peroni. Gardeners wanting to rid their spring flower beds of snails can ditch the beer traps and eggshells and instead develop a strong throwing arm instead. Weekdays from three. I don't think there's any ethical dilemma about throwing them as opposed to killing them. It's clearly better to throw them. Hertfordshire police are warning drivers to take extra precautions with their vehicles following a rise in the number of cars stolen using specialised hacking equipment. Two thirds of teachers say poor writing has prevented them giving the marks a student truly deserves. Roberto Peroni. I do the animal stories. I also do the space stories, apparently. Weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. Here, uh, Peter. Good morning, Ian. Peter, you, peace be with you. Uh, Catherine has just told me the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. I Cat- doubt that. It is horrible. It's horrible. But she's. Gonna, I'm going to let her share it with you. I'm green-fingered. What can I tell you? <laughs> the slugs are all over my labelia. Oh, oh dear. So, I've had them this weekend. I've been out on slug patrol. What I do is I find them, I pick them up, and I flick them over the wall. That'll teach them. How can you pick up a then, slug? I couldn't touch a slug. Oh, flipping it. You're a parent. You picked up worse. I don't mind. I don't, no, slugs are worse. No. They're no. sentient. But, well, hopefully they, they enjoyed the ride. As I whistled over my fence. Oh, God. Um, and then, once they had been eradicated, I got some crushed up eggshells and I um, sprinkled them liberally around my labelia. <laughs> That's that sorted. Peter, what would you like to talk about? Yeah. I know, I'm speechless but, as well. Not, not slug. How can you pick up a slug? It's such a slimy, mm. slippery... However... Oh, uh, I'm shivering Al, at the Jol- of it. Al Jolson oh, yeah. was, was born in 1886 uh, on this day, and he uh, was the star of the first um, movie with uh, talkies. The, the jazz singer, of course, with Neil Diamond. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, uh, yes. I do, do we, where, where do we stand? Because Jazz uh, Al Jolson was—he was blackface, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. he? Where do we stand on Jolson these days? On his throat? I'm joking. Where do we stand with you? Because the black and white minstrels? No, 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 no. And they made some great records. Uh, Jolson, where, where do we stand with Jolson, Peter? Well, he was uh, accepted in the day, wasn't he? Um, they didn't have political correctness then, but yep. they have political correctness now. Well, black people didn't have a voice back then. So they made well, one up, the, the, painted in fairness, it on. Neither did anybody until the jazz singer. It was everything was silent. <laughs> All right, fair point. It, the, the, Jolson gave the voice to everybody. He did indeed. Particularly Tom Jones and um, the bloke from the Kaiser Chiefs. Peter, bank holidays—they're rubbish, aren't they? A uh, bit of a waste of time because look at today's bank holiday. It is absolutely ghastly. Why can't?
say, uh, uh, say six o'clock in the morning when you start, say, look, we've cancelled bank holiday yeah. today, we're going to have it tomorrow oh, instead. Oh, isn't that good? Wait till the sun comes out. Isn't that a good idea? Absolutely fantastic. Because there's nothing to talk about. I'm guessing the TV is showing rubbish films, 102 Dalmatians. Or actually, well, what is on the telly? I saw that last week, I quite enjoyed it. Um, they'll be showing rubbish films. There's no, no, nothing's open. The, the uh, Prisoners isn't open now. It's, it's, it's just... It's just... Oh, Home Alone 3 is on. Is Corkin in 3? I don't think... No, I think Corkin's that's... His... not in 3, is he, Glossip? Glossip? No, he's not. That's not a proper Home Alone. No, no, I don't recognise it. It's not a problem. Peter, thank you very much indeed. If you want to give us a call, 08459 455555, last 10 from. minutes of the show. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. He's a tiny fella. Is that... That's the third one again, Johnny Depp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with Penelope Cruz in it. Yeah. Oh. Penelope Cruz. And Penelope Cruz, I want to make love to you, Ian. Oh. Go away, Cruz. I'm not bothered. Penny. Cruz or dare. That's it. Celebrity Antiques Road Trip. <laughs> which celebrities? Hang Do you want to know second. which celebrities? That's like four different genres. It's all thrown into one. Yeah. The Green Green Grass stars, Sue Holderness and John Chalice. Oh, that's Boise. Marlene. And Marlene. Why oh, would Marlene. they say? Why would they say them? Why would they say green green grass stars rather than fools and horses? Boise well, they and weren't. Necess- they weren't the stars of fools and horses. Yeah, Boise and Marlene. I wouldn't know who these people were. I do because I'm in showbiz. Marlene but. Hunt for antiques in and around Essex with all the profits from the auction in Dartford, Kent, going to children in need. No, no, the money should go to them. If they're going to, if they want, if they really want to um, show the the celebrities as the money grabbing suckers they are, not needs to. All celebrities, the money should go to them. You would not see people work harder in Essex trying to buy and flog antiques mm-hmm. than uh, Boise. They should do it in character. Yes, they should do it. Oh, Marlene, have a look at this B day I found. Oh, I believe it's 18th it century. That, that would. That is what I would watch. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, Boise buying antiques gosh, and Home Alone 3. 11 o'clock on Channel 4, there's one, two, three, four, five condign with me's back to back. Flippin' heck.
situation is frustrating. I love that song. Yep. And uh, they filmed the film Buddy's Song round the corner from me. In fact, they used Peter Britt's house as, as the house. Who's Peter Britt? Guy I used to go to school with. All right. I remember once... Peter Britt was a big lad, big lad. He, he was kind of... We were, we were about 10 when he was at school with me. He was kind of invincible to pain, right? But he, he had a bit of a... T- he was a really nice lad, really decent bloke. And once I kicked him so hard in the Gingangoolies. And he was on the floor... No for, one's that invincible to pain, surely. Well, this is what I found out. Uh, and I found out the hard way. And he was down for a long time. And I was thinking, oh, yay, yay. And I spent the rest of the lunch break running for my life because he was going to kill me. You found his Achilles heel and it wasn't on the end of his foot. It wasn't on the end of his foot. It was between his feet and up a bit. Um, and I, I tell you why. He was such a nice bloke. I, it's weird that, that, you were testing. You were testing. Testing the testes. And um, <laughs> he failed the test. Uh, right, that's it, Catherine. I guess, I guess thank you. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alice. Yeah. Hello. Who, hang on, who are you talking to, Alice? Uh, Stephen's turn now, isn't it? Oh, flipping it. You're all news. Who are you talking to? I was talking to Justin. Uh, no, don't talk to your travel buddies. I was checking it was still him. He might have been on a break. Oh, for goodness sakes. He don't, do you were talking to your travel buddies when you should be talking to your radio buddies? Sorry, radio buddies. It's all right. <laughs> Alice really hasn't pulled her weight today. I thought she was brilliant. She can we bit, please keep her? She can hear me, can can't we, she? Yeah. Can we please keep her? Can we please? Yeah. Dad can't have an Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Anti-clockwise M25. Returning to normal 21 to 20. The M1 through towards Kings along the A41. Also around the Park Street roundabout looking well on the census. Similar story across the A5. Just checked out the A1M. That's running okay with no reported delays or hold-ups. Public transport flights out of London Luton looking okay. Uh, train services in and out of the uh, three counties looking all right. But do take note. Being through the departure boards, they're running less trains than usual. Standard factors a bank holiday Saturday or Sunday timetable. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Justin, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Alice. Excellent stuff and t- being a good sport. Catherine Boyle will have words later on. That's literally uh, the least we can do. Thank you very much for listening to this nonsense. I can uh, just remind you very briefly, there is a new podcast out. It's a darn good one as well. It was so good we had to cut loads of bits out, including when I said to a gentleman, au contraire, he got really angry and went, oh, doing French now, are we? You can get that. Steve N. Allen is up next. Do stick around. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's nine o'clock. 